episode of Generation X Gaming. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? What a week, man. <clears throat> I love E3. What, what a week. I love E3. Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday here on Mixer at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch the past broadcasts on YouTube or listen to us on iTunes. The iTunes episodes are slowly catching up. I think we have up to episode 120 or 130. I think 130 is up there. Uh, and same with uh, with YouTube. So if you missed any of the past broadcasts, you can go check those out on YouTube. Make sure you Hit that subscribe button on YouTube for 30 and Still Gaming. Make sure you hit that follow button right here on Mixer for 30 and Still Gaming slash Generation X Gaming. And then also follow Gen X Gaming on Twitter. The banner is up above. Up, up, above. Um, all right, Sarge. So on the show tonight, on the show tonight, we are going to be talking about a complete wrap-up. Uh, we're going to start from the beginning of the convention, of the, of the conference, starting with EA, going to Microsoft, then Bethesda, uh, then Square Enix, Ubisoft, PC gaming show, and then finish with Sony. Uh, the way the breakdown is today is we're going to talk about the conference. Like, we're going to talk about EA's show, what we thought about their show, and then we're going to take bullet points of the games and stuff that we that we liked or didn't like. And at the end of the show, we'll have our final thoughts on what we thought was uh, picked overall, like, best conference from the from the developers. Um, we're going to look at best-looking games like we that we're looking forward to, and then things that we're getting. Right, like there's hundreds of games announced, but obviously we can't get all 100 games, right? So we're gonna break it down for your top like four games, five games, and I'll break my my five games as well. So let's get to it. So the first show that was up was EA, right? That started on Saturday, uh, I believe it was at one o'clock, I believe, and the overall show. I personally thought was, one, they had a lot of audio issues. And now when I talk about show, I don't care what they showed at the, at the thing. They could have showed the best games in the world, but when you get on, on the conference stage and you're promoting out to the world and millions of people are watching, you got to bring your top game, right? You got seconds. Basically, it's like a streamer, right? You have seconds to captivate the audience and tell them what you're here for and what they're interested in. And I personally think EA did a terrible job, one, because they showed... No gameplay, okay? The audio issues were terrible. They kept they, they kept mics keep cutting out, and then they had the audience audio on, and people backstage you could hear. Square Enix did the same thing. Terrible audio. Whoever the audio people were need to be fired and never hired again. So what did you think of EA's show uh, overall? Okay. <clears throat> because of EA's position in the market and how much they dominate, Right, especially the sports, 
and the first person shooter area because it's between them and Activision with the uh, first person Call of Duty and Battlefield. Right. Okay. I think at this point it's gone to their head. Okay. Because the way that EA portrayed themselves on stage was zero percent towards the actual gamer and a hundred and ten percent towards investors, investors and letting them know what's important to them. Right. Which is giving players choices. Right. That make them feel special and let them decide how they want to play the game their way. Right. Okay. And, right. They, and, he, and he had a speech about it. A speech about it. That says to me that, that their games have gone to their head. There's no competition for football, no competition for, for fo- hockey, yep, no for competition football, yeah. for soccer. Yep. No, right. There's just no competition. So they got their own little nest egg in the corner. Right. They keep raking in the microtransactions from from rostering teams over and over again that no one, you know, there's nothing different for the game. Like graphically speaking, mechanically speaking, the game hasn't changed in a couple of years. Right. OK, so they're all about business. OK, no gameplay. Right. Little gameplay they, for they only a, had... little, a little get a little gameplay for for Anthem. Right. But they, but they let Terrible the streamers. Job. Yeah. They let the streamers did the did the, right, the uh, content creators and streamers content for them right rather than they do it right the one they showed right. on stage was terrible the cut that they did on stage for Anthem was terrible so for me as a gamer I understand it's a business I understand that this expo is for business people yes and we just happen to be there excited about games right and that's what EA is stuck to and I don't appreciate it anymore but they they. They made that show strictly for the book. This but is what this is what's if, going on. And you, don't worry, guys, we got the book. All right. So if you're a, if you're an investor no. for EA, if you're an investor, Sarge, put yourself in place for investors. Right. You're in the audience. You show up to E3. Right. You have public people there. You have game developers there. You have streamers there. And then you're an investor. You're sitting in the crowd, and they show that. Now you're invested in EA. Right. If they do a shitty sure. ass job, and even for investors, you're like, all right, cool. We're having a soccer game come out. We're having a Madden game coming out. We're having Anthem come out. We have Battlefield coming out. Right? Great. Looks good. But the way they presented it on stage, Battlefield was up there for four minutes. They showed just a trailer, right? Another trailer, which they could have shown. Doesn't matter. They could have shown Doesn't anywhere. Matter. It's going to do great. Right. Doesn't matter. It's right. going to do great. It, they could have right. shown anywhere, right? Then the the second game they showed was FIFA trailers. And then they had two people come on stage to talk about a World Cup they were having of a tournament, right? And for a person like me sitting at home, even if I was a huge FIFA soccer fan, right? They showed no gameplay. They showed none of the new things for FIFA. And they're just talking about a World Cup event that, that they're happening and, and, and advertising for it to watch it. Even though it's the most popular sport game on the planet, okay? They still showed nothing of the game. Then they showed Madden, right? And then they brought... A guy on stage, okay, let me tell you, the football player from the Pittsburgh Steelers, I forget his name, okay? Yeah, he, I don't care what he really wore, but you're a presentator, you're a present, you know, you're a host of the show. You come on stage, you look like you just got done running around the track, you had these, like, weird pants looking on, you had your backpack on, you still had a backpack on, like... Is that supposed to be like I'm hip and cool because yes. I'm, I'm a football that's player? Exa- that's exactly not what a, that is. Not a, not a... An adult here, not an adult, right? Right. So, and then they brought a guy out that said one line, who was the champion, and and brought the the championship belt on stage. They showed no gameplay. They showed a uh, in game trailer. 
but we do know that you can drop out of school in order to play a Madden game. That was that was the, right. that was the right. Message. That was the message. I dr- I didn't finish school. I took the money. Right. Great example, EA. Great example. What a proud. Stay in school, kids. No, leave school and get into this tournament that we're having because it's awesome. Right. And then they showed. I don't even remember here. Actually, I'll bring I'll bring up what they what they actually showed because EA. Okay, so first there was Battlefield and FIFA. Then the oh, the Origin Access Premier, right? So they're selling their games. You can play anywhere and such and such. And then here's the kicker in the nuts. Okay, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you're a video game fan, here's here's the nut shot. Okay, they they jump to the the crowd. Okay. And they respawns head director is sitting in the crowd. And it looked like, unbeknownst to him, he's like, hey, uh, you're going to make an announcement real quick at, uh, about your new game. He's like, I, I am. You know that was last minute, right? It looked so last minute. You, you, know that, you know that was last minute, right? So they interview him. And I forget the host's name. She did a good, a decent job. But uh, she asked him a question. So you're here and I hear you have a new game coming out. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's a kind of game. It's nowhere near done yet. It's not coming out this year. It's not coming out this year. Well, can you tell us anything about it? Um, well, it's a Star Wars game. Okay. Okay. And it takes place. Uh, it's uh, in, in dark times. Oh, okay. Uh, can you use a lightsaber? I wanted, really? I wanted to reach through the screen yeah. and smack her in the, in the face. You're a Star Wars character. Right? In what shape, way, or form are you not going to be able to use or C1, write, never mind or use C1. one. You would, you would have C one. Right. Okay. And then he goes in very, very, very vague about everything. Well, it's in dark times and it's called was it called? Jedi Jedi Fallen. Is it Jedi Fallen? Yes, yeah, Jedi Fallen some... Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order in the Dark Times taking place between three and four. Okay? And that was it. That was the announcement. Last year, if you remember, Nintendo came out a little teaser and did the space scene, and then Metro Prime Four appeared, and that was it. It was like a ten-second trailer, twelve-second trailer, and I went, "That is the worst fucking trailer you could do." Okay, nope. We're working on it. Nope. EA has topped it. They showed nothing. They interviewed a guy in the crowd, the most unprofessional way of, of of announcing any game. I don't care if it was a third-party game, but this is a Star Wars IP, okay? And it tells you what EA thinks about their Star Wars IP because obviously they're like, well, we have Star Wars in the, in the bag. We've already made all their games for them, so we can just announce it like this. And that's, I was just like, but, that, but that's but that's how that's how they're looking at it. I was that's how they're looking. So at it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They have they have their own little pile in the corner that no one can touch. Their sports games. Okay, and then they can dabble in. They have their shooter game, and they and they've got their they got their car game. Don't forget the car game, bro. Don't forget the car game. The card game. The card game. Okay, yeah. not card. Now with a D. Oh, car game. Car game. Car game. Sorry, hey, was, don't forget that. There's card. There was card up, games. That wraps up EA in a nice little package. Their investor money is safe. Don't worry about it. One of the best things that EA showed, right? EA had unraveled, right? Unraveled. Two was in there, okay, uh, mm-hmm. which is the little yarn guy that came out. The guy uh, made the game two years ago. The first one sold really well. Graphics very nice. Now he made it like a co-op game, right? Looked beautiful, right? 
Um, it did. It looked amazing. Yeah, it looked amazing. Uh, another game that they sh- they talked about real quick, Sea of Solitude. Now, I give an A-plus for what the game looked like. Okay, Sea of Solitude. That was that dark game where the girl was in the boat, and the, it was like very... Um, uh, very artistic. It was very, very beautiful looking, right? I like I like that they showed it. They didn't really show gameplay, but they showed like a trailer type stuff of gameplay, right? Um, it wasn't like a cinematic trailer. It was like sort of mixed. And I do appreciate the the independent developer that's talking about her game. I do appreciate them. And there's a place and a time to go in depth for your game. And I don't care if it's an independent game or AAA title. I don't think you should spend that much time. AAA is a little different because people know what it is, right? And they'll listen to it because they're interested in the game. When you're an independent developer and you and you get up on stage and you start talking about your passion project, because that's what it is to them, right? It's a passion project. No, no, absolutely. And I, I totally get it. But when you get up there, I don't care if you speak perfect English or you speak broken English, okay? Which she spoke pretty good, decent English. But when you go into depth of what the game's about and start to – within the first 30 seconds, you're losing people, right? Because you're like, I don't know what this lady's talking about because she's talking to you because she's very passionate about it. And you have we don't no, know her yet. And, right, and you don't We have, don't know her yet. Right. So I, I personally think they should keep stuff like this separate. They should come out and go, hi, I'm such and such. I'm the creator of this game. I'd like to show it to you now. Boom. Show us the game, Okay. After it comes back, you're back on stage and you say, if you'd like to know more, go to our website, blah, 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 find us here. And then, of course, they're going to be doing press junkets all week long, right? All week. All week. You can go find it. If you're interested in that game right now, just because of the way it looked, you're like, all right, cool. I'm going to I'm gonna look at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, take a look at it. So this is not just for her. This is for anybody that goes out there. I just think there's a place and a time to talk about your game, and it's not to the masses, it's a sit-down, one-on-one interview session, and then or a reporter, and then that person spreads it out across the internet and 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 press junkets and stuff like that. So, Sea of Solitude looks like a solid game, like creepy man. It was like I was like, whoa, what's happening? I was like, this thing looks amazing, okay. And then the last one, right? The 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 big kick for EA. We've been waiting a year. We, we were mind-boggled last year when we saw stuff. Now, back in 2014, we saw a trailer. It was one scene. It was a time-lapse of, a, of, of part of the world of, um, of Anthem. But we didn't know it at the time, right? And then we didn't see it again until last year, three years later, when they showed Anthem, and we were like, what is that? Right? And we didn't know anything about it. Uh, we didn't know much about it. But they showed us more in that trailer last year than they showed us this year. So Anthem comes out. And they sort of did a no-no as well, right? Because they came out, they showed us a trailer, actual gameplay. If it was pre-recorded or not, I don't don't care. It was gameplay. But then all of a sudden, we're watching the trailer or gameplay, and it starts to cut, like, in between the people. And I'm like, okay, it's fine if you cut from, like, player A to player B and player C to player D. But no, they were cutting, like, chunks of parts out. And I was like, what is happening right now? Why would you do this? What... Who thought this was a good idea to show this, right? It would have been so much better, right? Because every time they shot someone or blew someone up, you would see for a split second. Okay, actually, let me let me bring up. You would see that you would see the loot split second. Yeah, hold on. And then they would cut. 
I have I have the actual gameplay footage. I'll bring it up real fast. Let me. Uh, where is this now? Show it to us. Maybe, maybe they were uncomfortable to show it because it wasn't going to be the final adaptation of what happens when you kill I mean, somebody. Sure, but okay. So while they're showing this, right? You see the hit points and stuff. You see the things. Stuff's happening, and you see things drop. Like right here on the top of the of, of the of the building, you see things drop. But it was like they were told, "Don't touch anything. Just fly by it." Right. Right. And then they cut between all the things very harshly, and I was like. Wait, this is weird. Like, if you want to, I understand they're trying to shit on Destiny. They want to. They want to show scope and details. I get that, but they don't want to. They don't want to show mechanics and and actual right. gameplay of what happens. So that's like this guy. He's shooting here. You're like, why is he shooting this guy? And why are they just flying by him? Like, what are they doing? Right. Well, in a later in a later video, it shows that the developer who was playing the game goes, "We're just firing on this guy because we can't really." beat him right now because he's too high level right so they're just showing you that you could just interact with anything during the time while you're flying around but that's great then just say that but they didn't say that during just the actual say thing that. right just say that you don't walk in and can, and they can mow down everybody you see the minute you start the right. game there are some creatures that are too that are too tough for you to kill at the start of the game right so we're gonna fly past this guy that's all you had to say i i just say it just let you guys know there's a huge major storm happening right now we might lose internet and power. Just let you know. So if you see that, just give me a minutes and I'll, I'll I'll contact you on Twitter. Um, so yeah, all they had to do is this, right? Here's the perfect here's the perfect way of, of showing this trailer. You show the you show the guys. All you have to do is say one line, one line. Things drop. Guy comes over and goes, "Oh, that's the gun I've been looking for for weeks or days, right?" And you're like, "Oh shit, there's a grind, baby." That's all you need. That one little line of oh, I just found the gun. And you don't really have to show it a lot. You just, you hear a person say, oh, this is the gun I've been looking for. Okay. Oh, or when you're flying by the guy and you're shooting him going, oh man, look how big that guy is. Oh, we can't stay away from him. He's too strong for us. We'll get him later. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that, just little things like that fills in the gap. Okay. So that tells us right now, okay, cool. There's looting in the game and there's 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 things in the world that we can't beat right off the bat. Okay. And you have to come back to it. Those two lines would have would have satisfied me, right? I would have been like, okay, cool, right? There's things, right? It would have filled in the gaps. The way they cut this, I don't know who the editor was or who made this and thought this was a good, a good way to show it. Now, after the fact, there's been Skill Up, uh, Rick Kakis, Datto. I watched all these guys' videos and, and they talked about it and they said. That did no justice for what this game is. They said this game is fantastic. They said the gameplay, the way you fly, you can constantly like sit up in the air and hover and shoot. And there's multiple guns and you can swap out things and you have an ultimate and you have all this thing. Very fun game. Uh, it was it, it it just wasn't shown correctly at the at the conference. And I was just like, and my next question at that is why? What kind of business are you in, EA? Yeah. Is it is it all about the bottom line? They just we'll make the game, we'll show you how well it does, bottom line secure, how we present it to anybody to to want to sell it or tell people that we're doing the right thing, not necessary. Right. It's not it's not that's not about the bottom line. We will show you bottom line when it's time. Don't worry about that. Let the streamers do it. That's what they did. Let the streamers do it. They'll they'll play the game. Right. They'll capture it. They'll bring it home. 
They'll brag to their friends, and that's the way we'll get the word out. We don't have to worry about doing it ourselves. I, I feel like they could have done that whole panel, just be gone with that panel and do a documentary sort of like what we'll talk about later, Fallout 76 did, right? They did they have a little documentary about Bethesda, which goes in major depth of that game. So, okay, so that's EA, right? That's all the stuff that we cared about in the show personally. If you liked one of the other games that maybe they showed that we didn't talk about, you know, so be it. But that's that's the ones we think. So overall, give it a a, a, a score that no one cares about. We're gonna score it. But what did you think of EA's show overall? One out of one out of ten. Four. Okay, I give it a three. Yeah, I give it a three. I just thought their production value and what they showed—they showed no gameplay, no gameplay for anything uh, except Unraveled and CSL2 were two indie games, and then Anthem. Uh, they showed gameplay, but they kind of botched it. Okay, they kind of botched it. Okay. Next up, the next day on, on Sunday, we had Microsoft, right? Microsoft came out, and Phil Spencer came out. Uh, first of all, the stage looked phenomenal. I like the, all the consoles in the back. They doubled, they doubled the space, right? So they used it for the conference, and then they used it for, their, uh, for the next four days for people to come in and play games and stuff like that. I thought they were coming out when I first saw the stage. I was like, oh, they're going to do a Battle Royale on stage because there was like a hundred consoles front and back on that stage in each row. Um, and I was like, they're definitely showing a battle Royale, which they didn't, but they did play some games up there. Uh, Phil Spencer comes out and he, and he drops a bombshell, right? He comes out and he says, we're going to show you 50 games, 15 exclusives, uh, 17 world premieres. And I know exclusives and world premieres. It's the first time you're seeing the game. And then exclusives is for a certain period of time or whatever, whatever. Okay, but they come out, and they did exactly what I said they had to do. Last week, I said, what does, e what does Microsoft have to do to make a, a point at this place? I said they have to throw money at companies, okay? And they have to show lots and lots of games, okay? And they did that. They showed lots of games, lots of trailers, lots of release dates, okay? EA showed really no release dates. I mean, we know Madden comes out during this time, August. Uh, Anthem was February 22nd. Um, Battlefield's coming close, but we didn't really have a, a a true. Microsoft comes out with all these titles, and then Phil Spencer goes, we are hard at work, and we're already in the process of working on new future consoles. He says plural. Now, people might have glanced over that, okay? But <clears throat> I said that these guys are setting up for the long game, and this looks like it because not only did they buy five companies, right? Four, I'm sorry, four companies, and they started a new company, which we talked about a couple weeks ago on this on the podcast. Was it four plus one or five plus I one? I thought it was four plus one. I thought it was four independent studios, Undead Labs, Ninja. That might have been. Uh, I forget the other two off the top of my head. Um, and then they started the new Santa Monica studio, which is a 4A studio, where you can't even get a job there unless you have 10 years experience, okay? So... Him saying this, hiring the hiring the four companies or buying the four companies up, and then saying they're opening up a new company, this to the normal people, a lot of people are like, "All right, what does that mean?" Cool. What do you What have you done for me lately? Right, but what have you done for me lately? This is huge because Undead Labs, Rare, okay, or not not uh, not Rare. I forget the other company, but Undead Labs, the people that did Hell um, uh, Hellblade. 
uh who was the other two give me give me oh um we happy few and i forget the other the fourth game they're all coming out with their games either they're out or they're coming out within the next six months meaning that all these studios are ready to go and ready to pump out new first party titles so now they have 11 companies or 12 companies okay 12 companies that are doing working on first party titles okay the four new ones they just picked up are already ready to ship their the ones that they're working on now and get ready on the other ones. Now, we are in 2018. They're already working on new consoles. Okay? I'm assuming 2020. We talked about this before on the podcast. I'm assuming 2020 is when the Xbox is coming out, which gives them two to three years if they've already been working on. So when the next console comes out, okay, this is just me, you know, it's all it's all hearsay. Tin, tin, tin foil hat. Tin foil hat. In twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, whenever they announce the new uh, Xbox, okay, whenever it comes out, so you can buy it, they're going to have a slew of first party title games that are for the for the. Okay, all right, my turn. Yeah, go ahead. I have I got to play the other side of the coin on this one. Go ahead. Okay, as far as as far as Xbox and Microsoft is concerned, okay, they just repeated last year. Okay. All they did was try to resuscitate the fact that more and more people are switching over to either the Wii, or I'm sorry, or the, the Switch or the uh, play, PlayStation. Right. Period. Right. Okay. And the reason that is, is because they haven't had stuff in the pipeline for long enough. Long enough. Right. Okay. And so Game Pass is doing well, like we said it was going to. Very well. They're releasing more games yep. on the Game Pass to make you want to go that direction. Okay, so they get their base production money in, okay, but they still don't have first party titles that anyone cares about that makes you want to buy an Xbox. Right. Okay. They're doing this whole we're still trying to be the only box on top of your TV thing, okay, instead of make some games. Now, to me, as far as Microsoft goes as the business, I don't think that the higher ups look at Spencer with any real promise. They say he's got this division. He's doing what he wants with it, but we're not counting on that to make any money. So we're not funding it. You have to find your own way to fund it. And then we'll see what happens. And that's what they did with game pass. Microsoft's not putting money behind. If, if they are, if they are, it's only for hardware. And that's what they're working on. There's been no help for the last three to five years with software. What's coming out? That's why, what's coming out. That's why what's they're coming out. That's why they're buying the companies up. So when they do come out with a new console, they come out swinging. But the way games are made now, the way that they're made now, standard badass games, three to five. That's, bro. What, that's what I'm saying. Three to five. They've already been working on the game for at least a year, year and a half. The and the console, people, that's fine. The hardcore people have been waiting three to five. Okay, well, they have to wait okay. three to five more. Now we have three to five again. You have an entire decade. Yep. yep. And a whole decade of people waiting for Xbox to do something. I guess I guess we'll have to wait for well, the next gen of kids to come up well, no. to say Xbox worth having. The way you look at it is you're a gamer, right? If you, if you, look, we've gone away from Nintendo, right? We were Nintendo fans. We grew up. It's not in our age bracket I, anymore. I understand that. We grew up. And we left that we left that console behind, right? And we went to PlayStation or Sega or whatever. And then we 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 changed again for whatever lifestyle you're in now. Okay. They know that people wait around because one nostalgic, right? 
if they take all their backwards compatible games, right? All the games that you loved on Xbox, all the games that you loved on Xbox 360, all the games that you love on the Xbox One, right? And they're already backwards compatible and they're releasing new ones all the time, okay? And they're putting the Game Pass on. It's almost like a no-brainer for someone that's an Xbox fan because for 10 bucks, okay, for $10, you're getting over 100 games. And a lot of games, yes, a lot of people play the game and go, uh, I'm, I'm good, I don't want that. But those are the hardcore people. The casuals and the people that just like playing video games every once in a while, they're like, oh, man, I used to love Morrowind. Oh, I used to, oh, wait, I can get Fallout 4 on Game Pass? Oh, wait, I can get Elder Scrolls uh, online on Game Pass? Oh, wait, I can do this on Game Pass? It's a, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I, I think we don't see it as customers yet of what Xbox is doing. I really like Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer has turned the company around. And I, I, think, did. I think in the next three years, we're going to look at it and go, wow. Bravo. Like I'm hoping. And they're okay with that because I don't think they're competing with PlayStation. They know that PlayStation... If the other person gets too comfortable, it's almost like the, the tortoise and the hare, right? When the, when the person gets too comfortable at what they're doing and they think they're the badass and no one can touch them, right? Here comes the tortoise. Here comes Xbox taking their sweet-ass time making the foundation of what they want to do with this company long-term, okay? Where, where PlayStation's like, ha-ha, four to one. We are selling four to one. No one can compete with us. We have exclusive titles. They just keep throwing money at third parties, Okay. Okay, they keep throwing money at third parties. They keep throwing money at first party. And they, they're they not – it's stupid for them to throw money at exclusives for third party, in my opinion, right? Because it's breaking up the it, – it's giving a bad taste in the mouth of gamers, okay? First party, obviously, no problem, right? Spider-Man, Last of Us, uh, End of Days, whatever, um, or Days Gone. All these first party titles, God of War, all of these are great buys for them. Because they're in-house, okay? But when you get third-party exclusives like extra maps and other things and exclusive time frame, Microsoft is like, you're idiots, right? You got to remember, Microsoft is not just Xbox. It's also Windows 10, okay? So when you buy something here, you can play it here as well. And they also announced on stage that they're coming up with a new software that you could literally play it across anything. I could play my video games from Xbox One on my cell phone. On my iPhone, I can soon play all the games that are on my Xbox on my iPhone or my tablet or my computer or my Xbox, right? That is fucking huge. That's huge. It's not EA where you can play anywhere and you can play with these small amount of games. You can literally play our games anywhere. Right, so I think they're setting up beautifully. So overall, I really like their show. I thought they did a fantastic job. Overall, one of my top picks, okay, for Microsoft of all the conferences. Okay, so let's talk about the games. Right, let me bring up let me bring up some of the games that they they had here. There's a, there's a lot. We got we got to narrow that down. No, no, we got it. It's all right. Well, a lot of them are are, are overlapping anyway from other conferences, right? Like Division Two, uh, Metroid, or Metro. Sorry, Metro. Uh, all those stuff are all on other games as well. So what we have here is the first game I want to talk about. I never played the first one, okay? But Ori 2, okay? This game is like a freaking master of art. Like, this game is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never played the first one. I want to now, right? I want to play the first one before the second one comes out, and I want to play that one and then play this one. This game looked gorgeous. Like, look at it. It's like sex to my eyeballs, Okay, 
this is a 2D, 3D side scroller, and it's just a work. Living art. It's, it's living, living art. Living art. Yeah. Just the colors, the way it moves, the combat, everything about this game. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Right? And the best part is they showed gameplay, and you look at the gameplay, and you're like, what am I looking at right now? This is absolutely amazing. So, really like Ori 2. I thought it was fantastic. Okay? Fan fantastic the way it looks i didn't know nothing about it i know lono played it i watched his replay of it uh i think he did it last year or whatever and i was just like wow this game's cool and i didn't know anything about this one he told me about it and i was like wow this game looks and now it looks like they're bringing bosses in this last last scene here where this guy comes in they didn't have boss battles in the first one he said but this, this looks, looks like, like a boss this looks like a boss and and the way he sits up above you so pretty cool i mean i thought i thought that was pretty excellent um Pretty excellent game. From that, we have Sea of Thieves. Let me bring up the Sea of Thieves trailer. Okay. Is this a game you would buy, Ori 2? Sarge, would you be interested in this? Uh, yeah, I'd be interested. All right. So what we have here now is, I think this is the right one. Is this the right one? Yeah, this is it. So this is Sea of Thieves. It's a small trailer. I'm not gonna. We're not going to play the actual sound or anything like that. They just showed a trailer of Sea of Thieves, and that's the best thing you can do, right? I really like how they use the in-game engine. This is what the game looks like. This is not like CGI of, like, something completely different. And then this is, like, in-game, right? I would love to see more cutscenes like this in-game. So, or at all, really. So, once he gives... So, it already gives you... Okay, so there's going to be crabs in the next game, and these cursed balls, right? Which is, like, a cannonball. It's a cursed cannonball or whatever it's supposed to be. Uh, or an orb or something that you're going to be able to turn in. She looks into this thing, and it shows up volcanoes and rowboats and new areas being explored, and then pirate ships, NPC pirate ships. Does that sound familiar, Sarge? Does that sound? It does. It, does it sound it familiar? Does. Where did where did we hear that before? I don't know where yeah. we heard it. You see a th- another ship, a new ship that comes in to play, where it has two sails. Let's let me rewind there for a second and pause it for a second. Okay, this is. A new ship that'll be coming in, a third, a three-person ship. Okay, it's got two sails. And I actually called it. I said when they make a third, when they make a three-pan ship, it's gonna have two it's sails. Frigate. It's a frigate. And four and four cannonballs or four four cannons. Okay, so we're getting a new new section of the map. Okay, it's gonna be a volcanic. It's gonna be ashes falling from the sky and rocks that are shooting out of the volcanic area. You're gonna have rowboats to get in there. You're gonna have rowboats for your boat from now on. So if you're solo. And you go on a boat and you have multiple chests. You can now bring your chests on the rowboat instead of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you can just cruise on in uh, with a rowboat, which is pretty cool. Uh, on top of that, you have pirates that are going to attack you. Now, I'm wondering about this because can that ship... Are the NPCs going to board my ship? Is the gunfire going to be as accurate as it is on the islands that they have? Do you right. know what I mean? Like... What's going to happen, and then how often is that going to happen? Because now you have the Kraken, now you have the Megalodon, then you're going to have you're going to have a pirate ship going around. Well, I, I would think that the pirates probably only appear like during certain things. Like maybe a thunderstorm happens, and then the pirates appear. Like it's not going to be like a pirate appears every every three seconds in the middle of a nice day. Right. A pirate ship appears on the horizon. Right. Like I think it's one of these little things. Like it's a, it's a, like it's an event. Like the Kraken if it shows up, it's an event. The Megalodon leads up to an event. Like. You're you're driving around, you're you're sailing around, and then all of a sudden, what what's going on? Right. Like why why is there no wind? 
Like why why is there no wind? And then the pirate the, then the pirate boat comes up and they can move pretty but they can move pretty good with no wind and you have no wind and you can't move right. right. Like that kind like, of Like is stuff. the NPC going to be moving the sails and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? Are they going to be as live? Uh, that's false. But that's, that's, but, but that's what I mean by no wind. They don't have any sails. It's all ripped. They just move. Right. It's true. Right? They're undead. You don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about the wind. They just move. That That's false, Duplass. Uh, in the update that they just put out today uh, for Sea of Thieves, uh, the Megalodon is gone. She's not here for a week, but they are implementing next week where it's now brew up and there's going to be Megalodons roaming around the board just like the Kraken does. So there's going to be multiple Megalodons going around. And I don't know if they're going to be as big. But they're going to be big problems if you, if you get across them. So uh, make sure, you know, so that's what's happening there. Um, so I'm excited for Sea of Thieves because there's a new update. Curse Sales coming out uh, in July, probably late July. I'm assuming we're about six weeks away from that. Okay, I don't think they're going to do early July. We're about six weeks away from that. And then the Forsaken Shores comes in in September. And there's supposed to be three other updates by the end of the year. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it. It might only be two. They can maybe squeeze them out. Um, but as they get better with it, they're going to start honing in on their on the, on the time frames. I'm excited for Sea of Thieves. I thought Sea of Thieves, I didn't need to see anything from them during the conference because they're pretty open. But you knew it was coming. Yeah. You're, but you got your, you got your ear to the ground. You yeah. knew it was coming. Well, that and, and them showing me this, if you're a fan of Sea of Thieves, you look at that trailer and you know what's coming. And if you're not a fan of Sea of Thieves, you're like, okay, they they showed us a uh, a trailer. Okay, it looks, uh, and, it looks interesting. And let's 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 reinforce why that's also there. They show you those two things, and for those people that have Game Pass, yep. oh look, if more stuff coming down that I get for nothing. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. So, um, <clears throat> other yeah, we have to borrow borrow the crystal ball. We, we we're pretty spot on. Sarge called the NPC ships uh, like week one. When we started playing Sea of Thieves. Um, after that, they showed Division 2, which we'll talk about at Ubisoft when we get to Ubisoft. I'll show that. Uh, Metro Exodus. Okay. Looks good. It looks great. It looks fantastic. I don't have any gameplay to show on that one. But now, to be, to be fair, to be fair for people that are not really avid players of first-person shooters or know what Metro is, if you look, if I just showed you Fallout, Metro, and rage you'd be like isn't this all the same game right like right. you know it's it's hard to say it's three separate games if you're not really into first person shooters to you it's like well i don't want to buy all three of these games they they're all they look the same to me right right but for the crazies first persons right so to me it's like yeah i yeah i might get all three like that to me looks like i might not play all three back to back like i might buy them and then like play them after i play something else like I'll play Fallout, then I'll play Ori, then I'll play Rage, and then I'll play some. You know what I mean? Like you can't play all three of those back to back, and and they're all coming back. They're all coming out in the same three month span, so it gets a little nutty. Right. The 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 rest of the conference now they did start off with Halo Six, right? That's how they started the conference off. I didn't want to really start with but it. It's not it's not Halo Six. I'm oh, sorry, Halo uh, Infinity. That's, yeah, because there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of controversy already about yeah, this. Yeah. So. That, that's my next thing, right? So they, they showed Halo Infinity, right? Is that what it's called, Infinity? Yes, In, Halo Infinite. Infinite, Infinite, thank you. Um, it, was a, it was a trailer, right? As soon as it came on, I saw the four guys. I was like, that's Halo. That's Halo. That's Halo. 
So they, they showed they showed it, and I was like, okay, great. What is it, right? This is why I'm not hyped about it, because we don't really know anything about it. Is it is it open world? Is it is it? It doesn't matter. All the the reason for that tra- the reason for that trailer is the same reason why a lot of them put trailers on for games that are not coming out. They just want you to know that they have heard they've heard you online, and it's it, it's worked. It's we're working. I think we're, that's it. You don't need to know shit. I, it's working. I think I don't think you get to play as chief, master chief. I think they showed those four guys there. I think it's a cooperative, just like other Halos. I think it's a cooperative game that you're. It's like Destiny. I think it's Microsoft's first party title to compete with Destiny. I honest to God, when I when I first saw it, they showed massive landscapes. They showed the four players. They showed it, and then they just show Master Chief, right? And, and they show that car just driving, and they, right? And it's infinite, right? It's like, what is Halo Infinite? Well, it, Halo originally is. It's, this is the board, right? We're just it running down almost this tunnel. Feels like it's, it's, it's wide open. open. Yeah, it almost feels right? wide open, but it's it's a. Yeah. It's a I'll, I'll give you some points on that one, bro. So I'm gonna give you some points on that I, one. I'm guessing, and I'm taking a big guess. Okay, that it's a game. I don't want to say a Destiny game, but it's a, it's an open world. It, it's an online service game, right? It's an online service game that will constantly update, and you'll 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 get stuff and gear will level up and and stuff like that. I I'll put any money on it. I'll put any money on it. I feel like that's what it is. I don't think it's another regular uh, regular Halo game from the past. They explained it was the next chapter of the Halo saga. But it was an engine demo. Yeah, but it just says it's the next Halo saga. It doesn't mean that it's not going to be what I'm ex- what, what I'm saying, right? Like it's just the next installment of the Halo series. That could mean anything, Duplis. Yeah, that but, could mean, but just not the number, right? That could just mean anything. So I don't know. I'm taking a risk. I think it's something like an open ended game where it well not open ended. There's a story there, but after the story is done, you can. Continue playing the you're game. You're in Halo. You're in the Halo world. You're in the Halo world, right? I mean, think about it. We've always talked about it. If they made a Star Wars game like Destiny, or a Transformers game like Destiny, well, if you I put, would be if all you about put it. In, well, listen. If you put if you put open world looter shooter into Halo and then give me Forge to build whatever I want, I think that's a win. Right. Right. You put Forge into an open world with Halo, I'm, and 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 co op multiplayer. Yeah. I think that's a win. Is there a way of saying it's a, a sideways eight? They're skipping six and seven. No, nah, I don't think so. It's a good one though. It's a good one, Santos. I'll give him some points on that one. All right, I'm and, gonna give. I'm gonna give the kid points on that one. That's pretty good. Okay, uh, right? Because the eight, the invincible looks like an eight. I give it points on the kid. Yeah, but give it, him points. Is there points in this game, down the server? <laughs> yep. no, there's no, no, there's no points. Yeah. Uh, and then the last game they showed at the tail end was Gears of War. And when they when they first showed Gears of War, I saw the pop figures, the the Funko Pops. I was like, what the hell is this? And then they showed a XCOM-type game of Gears of War, and then they showed Gears of War. And I was like, I was like, holy Christ, Like, what is going on here? They showed not one game, not two games, but three games in the, in, the, in the Gears series, right? You got a kid's game, right, with the Funko Pops, like adult, teenage-type stuff. Then you got the XCOM-type strategy-type uh you know, game of Gears. I was like, all right, I'm interested on in that. And then they showed Gears, was it five? Is it five? Yep. 
because I know there was Judgment. I didn't know if that was counted as one of them. So Gears 5, it looked good. It looked good. It almost got me interested again because I didn't I didn't play 4. I never played 4, and I didn't play Judgment. I played 1, 2, 3, big fan of the first three. Didn't play 4. Maybe I did play 4. I'm always a bit... Even the story if I did play Gears. 4, I don't remember. And, so, I love, and I love the story for Gears. Yeah. So I'm cool with this. I thought this was great. So they started with Halo. They ended with Gears. And in between, they had all this stuff. And I think they just nailed it. I think, I think Microsoft just nailed uh, what they had to do, right? I said they got to show big games, right? I said they had to show a lot of games. They got to show... And they got to throw money at they developers. They got to throw money at developers. And they did all three of the bullet points, I, I said. And I was very, I was like, all right, sweet. Um, there's a couple of things. Oh, uh, We Happy Few they showed as well. I like We Happy Few. It looks interesting. I played the preview program, uh, was it last year? Was it last year or a year and a half ago? And it was a little weird. It's like an open-ended game. It's like an open-world game. Uh, they kind of changed their their path with it now. Now it's sort of like a open-esque adventure game uh, with three storylines now, like three separate characters that you can play. Um, it looks interesting. I, I definitely, I, I definitely interested in it. Uh, is Tunic was Tunic part of the Microsoft? I don't remember if it was part of Microsoft or if it was part of Ubisoft. It was part of Microsoft. Yeah, it looks like a Zelda clone. It looks like a, a Zelda clone. It looked interesting. Um, I didn't know if it was part of, of of Microsoft. Hold on one second. I'll just double check my. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, and that's another thing they showed, right? So they showed Skate 4, but it wasn't Skate 4. It was called Sessions, which was a Kickstarter skate game and that Microsoft picked up, and I believe it's exclusive, I think. I think it's going to be a first-party title uh, for Xbox, if I'm not mistaken. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I thought it was just for, maybe it's all for all platforms, or is it just for Windows 10 and Xbox? But anyway, I'm a big fan of the Skate series. And when I saw this, I was like, that's Skate 4. And then I found out it's not Skate 4, it's Sessions. And I'm like, oh, well, I found out more about it. And I'm like, well, it's, it's Skate 4. That's basically what it is. Um, it looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. I know you're not big into skate skating games and stuff like that. But they've, not anymore. They've now integrated both analog sticks. So one's the left foot and one's the right foot. So when you do tricks, you can now do an, flip. do an ollie and then kick flip and do a whole bunch of stuff. And it's just really cool. And the guy said that it's very intuitive. You can pick it up pretty fast, uh, and you can start doing, like, really cool tricks, right? Kickstart was uh, for PC only. Okay, so now it's on Xbox. Sweet. Is it for PlayStation as well, or is it just for Xbox? <clears throat> All right, so that well, was... Well, if, if it's for PC, it could be for console. Eventually. Well, it could come out for Steam, right? right? And then it's, right, not Microsoft. So Microsoft overall, I thought, did a, a fantastic job. I think they did... A, they, they had a poor show last year. I think they you still you still only getting a seven out of me. I I'm giving it around seven and a half and eight just because their production value was was better right. than than they're, the other guys. Right. The production value was good. They he had his bullet points. He went down the list. Game 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 yeah. game game game. Like you're supposed to do for this. You get everyone hyped up yeah. about stuff. They did it right. However, I deduct the points only because it's like a repeat of last year. They're just making you. Sh they're making well, everyone they know that they're games. still there. They showed a lot of new games. They're still here. That's what they're showing. They're still here. So after Microsoft, it was uh, Sunday night around nine thirty. <laughs> Bethesda came on. Okay, now Bethesda was a smaller venue. Uh, it had like a weird, like split 
I didn't know if it stage was a, in the, the stage was in the middle of the room. Yeah, it was and, weird. And I didn't know if it was a side. mirror or if it was a split thing. It was a split. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought their their show was good, almost great. Right. Um, I thought the uh, what's that? What's the band's name? Uh, God. W. It doesn't matter. Listen, it's. it's I thought that, I thought that was the art. bad part about the uh, about the thing for the people. The people in the stands were like, "What the hell's going on?" Well, how old are you? You don't like live music? No, 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 no. It's not me. I'm talking about literally when you looked at the crowd that was there. Okay. They, <clears throat> yeah, they're not into, they're not into, they're not into the music. They they're were not just into like, "What is happening right now?" They were just kind of lost. Meanwhile, the, the it was for you. it was it was supposed the to be guys for, for Doom that came for? up afterwards were like, "Yes, it was awesome!" Like the developers loved it. It was it was pretty funny. Um, the show overall, great production value. They didn't have any audio issues or anything like that. I thought they went fast, man. They they did real. I mean, they went through them. They went through Rage Two. They start off with Rage Two. Okay, looks good. It it looks great. It looks great. Looks good. I was hoping it was co-op. I really thought Andrew WK. Thank you very much, Inky. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was going to be co-op, but there was no no signs of co-op. It's single player, I believe. Um, then they started with. Legends, the card game. And I was like, okay, fantastic. Um, then they went and announced ESO with Game Pass. And I was just like, wow. And they also announced there's 11 million players playing ESO. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't know there was that many people playing that game. Now that's PC and consoles alike. But still. And they just came out with their 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 uh, their DLC, the Somerset, um, which... I want to try to get back into it, but I know it's just so like uh, it's so daunting to get back into ESO when you haven't played. It's like almost better off to start a new character, right? And then they went to Doom. Now I didn't play the first Doom. I thought they I one of the Doom. I what, played I played all the Dooms there ever were when it was time to play Doom. No, 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 I played that Doom. I didn't play Doom one on the new console and the the reboot of Doom. Now I did watch people play it, and the story was pretty freaking good. And the music in that game is fantastic. Now, Doom 2 looks cool, but I don't see myself ever buying it, like, full price, right? Never, never, I don't think I'm going to buy it full price. The multiplayer, everyone was like, oh, the multiplayer is awesome. Like, the multiplayer is okay. The single player is what's, what's, what's selling it. And again, I think it's going to sell it again. After that, they talked about Quake uh, Champions. And, um... Oh, the Quake game, the Quake game looked interesting too. But I looked at it; and they were moving so fast. I was like, "Nope, not for me." I was like, "I'm, I'm out." Right. right. <laughs> my my your hand eye is not your hand, hand eye, eye not coordination is just not that that top notch anymore. I don't care how much I practice; I just it's too fast for me. After that, they had Prey. Now, Prey came out last year. They announced it last year. This year, they they came out and they announced DLC called Moon Crash, and they also had Mimic where it's a game mode where everyone can turn themselves into, like, a coffee mug, uh, a squeak bottle, Whatever. garbage can, yeah. and they, it's it's just a fun... I see that taking off really well when it comes out for for Twitch streamers and, like, content creators, like, having fun with their, with their, with their communities and stuff. I definitely see that happening. Then they came out with Wolfenstein. Hold, hold back. Everyone's gonna get offended here. Watch out. They're having Wolfenstein Youngbloods with twin girls. Oh, everyone's freaking out. Another woman protagonist. Oh, I don't understand. It's like, all right, calm down. All right, it's 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 the video game. They're not even real people. 
Well, what I what I will say about this though is it's co-op. I, I like I like I like all these all these games, but remember, Doom, Quake, and Wolfenstein all were around the same time when they first came out. They're the original. Same for, for same first person shooters all at the same time yeah. again. It's like Wolfenstein is the you, first you, person shooter. Sometimes game. It, sometimes if you flood the market with too many first person shooters, people tend to pick the one or two that, that they're gonna play, and then that's it. No one's buying seven versions of a first-person shooter right because that's fallout it's metro it's doom it's wolfenstein it, it's it's quake like come on guys like after a while you know you know you're not buying all of them right you know you're not buying all of them right so i'm hoping they spread them out a little bit just a little bit so wolfenstein was the original yes first person shooter game right that that was the the king Someone I said earlier, it, they're I like, played it, I played it in high school and middle school. Yeah. God, the illegally, yeah. illegally the, on the, on the school's computers, on the school computers. Yeah. The, uh, the game back then was gruesome back then. Right now yeah. it's like, you're like, Oh my God. Like people are like, it's just funny. It's funny. I personally want to get back into these games, but I just, I just can't, I don't know what it is. I want to get back into doom. I want to get into Wolfenstein. I'm like, yeah, no. I can't. I can't. There's not enough game time, I guess, to to get into them. It doesn't Pre- it doesn't scratch that itch anymore? Prey does sound really good though. The the single player game of Prey sounded good, and I wouldn't mind trying to do the the Moon Crash. The Moon Crash seems very interesting. I'm not really sure how the game mode works yet, but it almost looked like that one game where a minute minute at a time. It's like you have a certain amount of time to get through the thing, and then let's say you unlock room A, and then you die. So when you come back, room A is you know how to unlock room A. Then you unlock room A again to go to room B, and then you die. And then you start back over again. You come back in. You go to room A. You know how to unlock room A. You go to room B. You unlock room B. You go to room C. Like, it's just like this progression that goes on and on and on. Like, the board's progressing, but you keep dying. And I guess you're like a new type of person. So, and I think to beat the game, I think there's like four four guys or five guys, separate guys that you have to beat the board with to actually beat the game. So, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. Uh, women's games ruining it for all. <laughs> Wait till The Last of Us Two. The the kissing scene. People were so you could feel the crowd. What when uncomfortable? Uncomfortable. When it was, I was like, "Are Good. people kidding me right now?" Wait, wait. You mean a, you mean a crowd of people actually felt something? Yeah, yeah. From a from a, from a conference. They're like, oh my "That's god. a good thing." Do you, do you hear That's that? a good thing. Do you hear that sound of the kissing? Oh god, it's so. Oh god, it's so. Yeah, it's like, yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not human. Right. Let's all, let's all pretend right. we're in the closet with the covers over our heads, and we've never thought about that ever, <laughs> because this is super right wing stuff we're talking about now. Come on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's real. I, okay, I love. Let's not, I love let's the not, artistry they did. Let's not that jump. They cut from that. Let's not jump. Let's not jump. You're jumping. That's Sony. You're you're, you're jumping the Last of Us. You're jumping the Last of Us. Uh, oh, that's, they're gonna they're cutting me off now. That, that's Sony. Don't go yeah. there. We're not there yet. Yeah. We're, right. we're not there yet. Stick with it. Stick on script. We're in Bethesda. It's okay, Sarge. The next game we're talking about is Fallout 76. Okay? The next big game they talk about, Todd Howard comes on stage. He takes the next, like, 27 minutes. <laughs> hey, you got the new sticker. That's crazy. You're, like, the, one of the first people to get the Fallout 76 sticker. That's crazy. Um, so, so, Fallout 76, everyone was like, I'm I'm so offended by this game. I don't know what it is. I'm out. I can't have my Fallout game 
be anything but a single player first person uh, like everyone's freaking out and i'm like yeah, but once once again it doesn't have a number next to it so what, it's something else what happened what happened when fallout was just the three-quarter view above right remember those days sarge with fallout was like that and then it switched to bethesda and bethesda made it into this first person shooter i don't remember anyone complaining from the complaining from three-quarter view to this right and now this is like the standard Everyone's like no you can't you can't change my game i can't do it well if you don't like the game then you don't buy the game it's very simple so he comes out on stage and they, we'll show the trailer. The trailer's uh, it'll be up in a second. And nope, nope. All right, there we go. Transition. So, Fallout seventy six takes place in Virginia. Okay, it takes place twenty years after the actual uh, nukes went off, and which it, is not enough time for the radiation to go away at all. Right, and we'll be taking the 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 spots. Of basically everyone that you know that's in the Fallout series that you know, right? There's no humans in the game. So if you want to be the Enclave, or if you want to be a traitor, if you want to be, um, you know, uh, a raider, right? You can you can be these things. Like, you are in the world. It's going to hold dozens of people. They say, and I'm, I'm quoting I this. I think of 24 is what I heard 24 to 32, okay, is what they say in the documentary. It looks good. I'm excited. Only my major reason I'm excited because me and Sarge have talked about this for years, right? When we played Fallout 3 and then we played Fallout 4, I'm like, man, this game would be so much better if it was co-op, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we said. We've always said this was co-op. Here it is. Our our answers, our, our prayers our have prayers. been answered. Okay. So this right here shows that there's there's armor on the ground. There's guys just walking by. There's going to be multiple people now. I'm still a little confused on how it's going to work. Okay. Right. Based on, they said that people. Based on first impressions, it's still a little sketchy. A little sketchy, even with the documentary. I, the way I understand is that the PvP is opt in. Okay. Now, they didn't really go into how it's right. opt in, but the way I'm getting it from what I see from that one scene is they, a guy shoots at me. Okay. If I don't shoot back at him, okay, he can shoot at me again. It doesn't do anything. I'm not interacting with you, so there's no PvP involved, right? But if I turn around and I take a shot at you, then I've engaged, and now PvP is active, right? So if someone could bait you and be like, hey, want to fight? Want to fight? And kept shooting at you, okay? That's how I understood it. No PvP if not engaged. Okay, so that's the way. That's the way I. That's the way I figured it out too, right? So if you don't, if you don't fire back, you don't get PvP, which is cool. I, I kind of like it, right? So you can't really grief people, right? I guess you could annoy people, right? Because if someone's like in your face and you're like, "Can you just, can you just get out of my face?" right? And then you shoot them and they shoot back. Well, then it's it's on, right? Right. <clears throat> so that's the way I understood it. Now I also. I was like, well, how is how is the um, how is it going to work when I build a base? Okay, I put my walls up, I put my thing up, and with technology, I want to try to break the game, right? So you're on Xbox Live, 
I'm on Xbox Live. You're in a party with me, but we're not in the same server. I didn't join your game yet, right? So I place it on the hilltop, wherever we are. And I tell you the coordinates, right? I'm like, I'm on the spot. I place my building there. You place your building in your server in the exact same location, okay? Now I join your game. What happens to my house? Does it push yours away? Do I get to go there? Because they, they, the only, they only mentioned it briefly. There was a few things oh, he said during, I, the yeah. inter, during the interview where he said that if the buildings are in the same location, they just move it a little further down is what they said. Right. And that, to, the next, to, the next, to the next available spot that can fit it. Right. So that says to me that you can't build these really massive things and then expect to be moving them around. Or you pack it up and you just open it up wherever you are the next <clears> time you'll get in. Well, the campsite, that campsite that they show that, that shrinks down – that's like the, the thing it's attached to. So whatever you build, it's attached to that. So if you build – I don't know. Maybe can you have multiples of those? So let's say – Let's just say I have five of them. One's like a, a workshop. One's a house. One's an office building. And it's like boom, and it just all appears, and I, ha- I have my own little city in the middle of nowhere. That would be pretty cool if you could do something like that. Yeah, but – Forget about all that. The fact that they're running around shooting each other, destroying base pieces. You see how the base is being destroyed? Yeah, yeah. And they're fighting big creatures. Yep. They're fighting it together. And then, hello, race to get nukes right. and race nuke nukes. the board? Right. Are you serious? So, so <laughs> the way that's working, okay, the way that works is once you find the six keys and they all say bingo, right? You have to have it where all the, the key codes say bingo. Once you have all the letters – you can then activate one of these six nuclear facilities to launch a nuke anywhere on the board. Now, you can destroy people. Now, I don't understand how it's going to work as far as if someone kills me, you can loot my stuff. If you blow up my base, you can get my stuff. But what happens to me? Do I stay in that same server or instance? Or do they move me out of the instance, put me into a different instance, so that person can't kill me again over and over? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how that's going to work yet. They didn't really go oh, but into this, that. But this is what I'm saying. It's still sketchy. Listen, the excitement is on the fact that I can still play this game without multiplayer and go on my own merry way. Right. However, I'm playing my own merry, merry way, but meanwhile, in the background, some people are fighting over the nukes, and the nuke goes off, and I happen to be in the blast zone. Well, it's fine because the reason they're letting a nuke go off is because it's end game, right? So you need to get the codes to launch the nuke so you can have it hit the board and then go there. You have to be equipped enough to go there because of radiation. You have to be powerful enough to go there because there's going to be more powerful mutants that appear there, okay? And then you find material there that's high-end materials that you use for better weapons, better armor, and such. So I think it's awesome. So you have to get the nuke codes to blow up anywhere on the map so you can go there well, so you can get listen, better stuff. If I get, but if I get a, if there's only, if there's only six keys and I find one of the keys and I'm a pacifist, I make sure that no one can nuke anybody. Well, yes, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's more than one of those keys. You just have to find it. Well, I don't know about that. I think if there's multiple locations on the board, oh, you can th- sell them. You can right? sell them. Yeah. Right. right. So if I let's say there's three or four sites on the board that can actually fire a nuke. Okay, that means 18 keys, but that means you still only have keys enough for each of the ones. There just can't be keys on top of keys. You don't make 16 keys for the same house. You have to kill okay? you have to kill the heavy big guy dragons and stuff like that. Once you kill them, they have a potential, a potential to drop a key. 
once they drop the key, if you hold that key and you're like, well, if you guys want to make it, I'll take all your caps and then I'll give you the, you know. Right. You want, if you want to blow up the world, let me have all the money first right. before you blow us up again. Right, right. Yeah. So it just the, just the possibilities and the, the way they spoke about it was like we're in it for a good time. Like, yes. we, we wanted to see what ha- we wanted to see what happened. Uh, he, we want to see what happened. Todd Howard even said he goes, "Look, I want people to break the game because it can get be, it can be fixed." He goes, "It can be fixed." He goes, "And it won't take that long to fix it." He's like, "We know what we're doing." He's like, "It's going to be a good time." He's like, "I want to see if they start a cold war. I want to see if they start a, you know, what they want right, to do." They want to see. He, he's like, "It'll be very interesting to see what people do." Can, and can you wait? Can you imagine? I'm pretty much saying I can, I, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this. But, but I'm going to say. But you're going to say it. I'm going to say it. If everybody <laughs> sure, in the right game down. is playing Fallout to play Fallout the way it is, then in reality, it is a BR. Right. Yeah. And now you're racing. Now you're racing to get nuclear warheads to drop on each other to see who the last guy is after powering up your guy, except that the game lasts more than 20 minutes. Right. Right. It's an ongoing battle to see who's left. Right. Well, if you're if you're doing that, you know, I'll put more footage up here. This is the documentary from No Clip. If you guys want to check it out, it's uh, No Clip. It's from Danny O'Dwyer. I, I love the giant possum with the with the poison the mushrooms growing on his back. No, the sloth. It's a sloth. It's a it's, it's a sloth. It's a sloth. Oh, even even yeah, better. That's why he, that's that, why he has he, the mu- he that, can't he can't run as fast as a death claw maybe. Right, right. So, just think about it. Maybe me and you, Sarge, are just on the board and we're traders. We're going around the board trying to find the coolest stuff, find other people in the world to get paid. Right? We could just do that. That could be our job. Right? Or, right. We're trying to find the nukes. We're trying to re- recruit enough people, right, to be a part of our group on the map, right? And we're trying to nuke the other people on the map. We're trying to be the yeah, fastest but, people but, to do I'm, it. But imagine how that works. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Did you find the key yet? Uh. No. <laughs> no, I didn't find the key. Are you sure? Did you find a key? No. Right. 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 Is anyone going to admit that they found one? And if they do, well, I think what you... kind of negotiations happen for you to trade for keys? Right. 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 I. It's. I'm very excited it, about the pos- it. The possibilities just make it exciting, just because of the sheer ridiculousness of it. I want to. I want to say to you that I am correct on what happened with Fallout 76. Once again, 30 has come through because beta keys have already been sent out, and a very few people are already testing. Are already testing. There's nobody's playing it online or anything right now, but there's people out there that are playing. Fallout 76 beta, okay? And I did say, I did say, not release, I said, but within a week, people will be playing Fallout 76. If it's a beta test or whatever, I said they'll be playing it. It hasn't even been a week yet, and there, there's people already playing the game. Yeah. You're, you're, All right, Dr. Thomas. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm telling you. I'm just telling you. Okay. Why is that from in my in my opinion Bethesda did another mic drop. They did another mic drop. Absolutely. Not only did they do a mic drop, okay? After Fallout 70, oh, let, let's wait. Fallout 76 is four times the size of Fallout 4. Of Fallout 4. That's insanity. Right. I don't think people understand that. That's me, a lot of that's me, a lot of empty that's a lot of empty land, bro. It's let, West Virginia. Let me repeat that's that. That's a lot of empty land. Let me repeat that again. Four times the size of Fallout 4. I don't think I even came close to looking everywhere on the map of Fallout 4. 
Okay, this is you four times. You didn't, you didn't try hard enough. No, me I, and Santi, me and Santi can identify locations just from the, just from a picture. Yeah, I understand that. Okay, they're also using a new. I don't know if it's a new engine, but they can get sixteen times the quality out of this. Right, they upgraded the the, the scenery. Uh, the the landscape's different. Uh, it, it looks good. And then after Fallout seventy six, okay, they did a short teaser of Starfield. Okay, now Starfield. Just, just to let you know, it's working. It's it's there now. Todd Howard said they they picked it up and they 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 started working on it back in two thousand thirteen. That's when they made the the patent for the name, and that's why people knew it was there. Okay, they've already worked on it now for five years, four four and a half five years. It's a playable state, they say. They say right now it's in a playable state, and uh, you know they're they're soon to do stuff with it, is what they say. So Starfield is not going to come out, I think, for another year or two, because this is a next gen console game. This is going to be a next gen console game. It's not coming out exclusively for like these consoles. It it's going to come out for the next gen, and then it'll be ported down whatever to these consoles. I, I believe, okay, but they say it's it's there, it's real, it's ready to go. Um, I think next year we'll see gameplay at next E3, and then it'll come out in 2020, like February, March area time, something like that. Yes, but are you putting are you putting your train together in your head? Do you really believe Xbox is releasing another console in 2020? I do, I do. I believe they're going to be releasing a, a over over and above the one. Yes, I, I believe that one X. Was is that which one you're talking about? The one X. I was. I'm sorry. The one X. Yeah. Excuse me. I think the one X was a test to see what the market wanted. I I think they got their answer. We don't see sales numbers, but obviously it, it hit a, it hit a point for them, right? So, uh, I I think that they're going to move forward with the with the console. I think that's what they bought the, all their studios for. I think that's why they're working on 11 first party titles, um, with with their with their their uh, division. I think that's why they're they're starting the studio now, the triple quadruple uh, A studio. I believe that in 2020, 2021, we're going to have a console and then a multiple of games, and then that's when the era, the new decade of Microsoft begins with their with their first party titles and, and so on and so forth, right? Because you imagine if they announce a, a new console in 2020 and they come out with Halo Infinity or Infinite, right? They come out with uh, well, that's first party title, right? And then they come out with this title, Starfield, which is a third-party title, on the strongest console that's up to date or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's, and then Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and then Beyond Good and Evil, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's things out there that it, I I feel that they're setting up in, for the long run. They also did ES six, right? They said they're in the early stages of Elder Scrolls six, early stages. It's not in a playable state. They're like maybe a year into development right now. So I don't think we're seeing that until 2021, 2022. Which, Which game was this now? ES6, Elder Scrolls no, 6. No, not a chance. Not a chance. You don't, 2022, you don't think? No. No, I think no, so. That, they're in pre-production. Come on. I think. Five well, years, five years from now. He, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, okay, so right now we're in 2018. We got Fallout 76 this year. Next year they announce Starfield. It comes out in 2020. 2021 should be Fallout 5, okay, because they're already working on Fallout 5, okay, and Elder Scrolls 6. You have to remember, Bethesda has three major studios now working on stuff, 
right? They say they have enough people now where they can do multiple titles. They're not working on one title. So it'll be interesting. Bethesda's show overall, I mean, they didn't hit a home run last year. But the year they announced Fallout 4 with with Shelter and all that stuff was a bombshell, right? It was was the nuke. They had bingo and they went, Bip, they did that again this year with the, with the announcements. Even without Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6, we don't know anything about those right now. They just showed two teasers that were 30 seconds apiece. I think Fallout 76, Wolfenstein, uh, Doom 2, Elder Scrolls Online with the Somerset edition, and then Rage 2 coming out. And all these games that are coming out this year, right? They're all coming out by this time next year, right? Within the next fiscal 12 months, all these games will be out. That's why I like about Bethesda. Now we move over to Square Enix. And now we are done with Square Enix. We're moving on to the next one. No, I'm kidding. Square Enix shit the bed was was terrible. Terrible. Square Enix did absolutely garbage. Um, Square Enix showed Tomb Raider. Stormblood, Monster Hunter, Final Fantasy Online, um, Dragon Quest Nine, Babylon's Fall, uh, Nira, Optic Path Travelers, Just Cause 4, The Quiet Man, and Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3, we saw the trailer like 15 times, and halfway through the trailer, the music stops and the sound effects stop, and then it's just this weird music. Okay, it's this weird music. Wait... I think I actually have the music. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I, I think I have it here. Can, can you guys hear that? There, there it is. It's like, and then there, all of a sudden the sound effects go away. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Right? You're like, what the fuck just happened? This is the music that they played. This is my new ringtone, by the way. It's it's fantastic. Just let it sink in. Right? And let's talk now, Sarge. No sound effect. <laughs> right? It's fucking I, but, ridiculous. But, but let me ask you a question. When, when you go to E3, do they bring, like, the C-team for <laughs> audio? and? I have no idea. Like, it's, it's, it's the Entertainment Electronic Expo. You would think the top-end people would be here. And for your sound guys <laughs> right. and your editors, is like... The level level C team or level D team, let's you know, bring the interns and their families. We're gonna set up for the E3 Expo. Like, what is going on with the editing? What is going on? I I don't know. It's the same part every time that song starts. The 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 effects cut out. I mean, if if listen, if it's pre-recorded, which most of it is, who edited it? Who right. said this is clear to go right. to it's E3? Good to go. It's good to go. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no. I'll tell it you just, what, it just it just shows I'll tell you what happens. It just shows poor it just shows poor responsibility. I'll tell you what happens. Poor professionalism. Like what what is that? I've worked on I've worked on multiple productions, okay? This is what happens. They think this is like the smallest job and they're like a, a PA can do it, right? They're like, "Hey, Todd, yeah, uh, you you need to do this. Uh we need to get this prepared for E3." Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it, right? Cut it together. They 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 hit it. They put it together and like, oh, it's beautiful. They hand it to them and they put it in and they're like, it's good? It's good? Yeah. Todd, there's no fucking sound effects, man. What? Ah, oh. oh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, it's no, it's, it's not a big deal. They won't even notice. They won't even notice. It's the first thing I fucking noticed. I was like, where's the sound effects Where go? the fuck is the sound? Where's the sound? There's just dialogue and this really, really, it's not a bad song, but it's just a weird song. 
right? What's going on on the screen? So it breaks it breaks the immersion of you trying to be into the what you're trying to watch. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, I, I'm there, and then I'm like, what's going on? But here's here's the worst part about it. Not only did they play it there, but they had a day to fix it. They had a day to go back and fix it. Okay. Yep. Nope. They still keep showing the same nope, damn trailer. Throw it in. Throw it in. Throw it in. No sound effects. And then on top of that, the last fucking show in Sony, they showed Kingdom Hearts, and it's exclusive. Right? They show the Jack Sparrow edition, right? Like he's in the game. Okay. I don't know if it's exclusive, but they showed it exclusively on the Sony uh, stage. And they did it again. A completely different trailer with a completely different thing going on. And they still fucked it up. And I'm like, how do you do this? That kid, whoever did the editing, fired. Fired. If you worked for me, fired. All right. Because incompetence gets you fired. That's what happens. There's no, there's no forgiveness for stuff like that. It's a one-time first impression. Here's the game. We're showing you stuff, and audio is bad, and this is bad, and that is bad. So Square Enix, in my opinion, the only game I'm interested in is Tomb Raider. It's the third installment in the two of the Tomb Raider edition. Did you play the first, uh, the new reboot of the of this Tomb Raider series? No, I have not. It's really good, and and each version. Listen to this, Bungie. In each version of Tomb Raider, they took the game, and then the next one was better than the first, right? They added more things in the game by keeping the core of the game and then adding stuff on top of the game to make it better. This game does the exact same thing. They take the mechanics, okay? They take the mechanics of her sneaking around. She's much better now sneaking around, and now they made it like a puzzle... um, Uh, a puzzle sneaking game as well, right? So for instance, if I'm sneaking around in the past, you could be like, yeah, I'm shooting him with an arrow or whatever, or make some noise. But now you can choose, okay, I'm going to go up on this, on this branch here. Oh, there's a gas can. Should I throw the gas can down there and burn them all? Or should I take this bottle, make a sound effect, then go murder two of them. And then there, there's like a puzzle system evolved with it. And they added more pieces to it. Um, the, The fighting looks better. The graphics look a little bit better. I think the story the story's always been pretty pretty damn good in the in the in the Tomb Raider series, uh, so I'm excited for this. It comes out September 14th. It's right around the corner. Uh, the other two have been fantastic. So, <clears throat> what, what what happened here? What what happened? Well, Tally's taking care of it. Tally's taking care of it. Okay. So, Square Enix, the show itself, audio issues all the time. You actually heard at one point, I think it was Square Enix or was it Sony, where you heard like. Shut off his mic! Shut off his mic! Shut off his mic! From behind right. the scenes, and I was like, yeah. I was like, what happened? I was like, what what is going on? How do you how do you do that? There was another part where the actual camera cut to the behind the scenes of where the crew was. First of all, on the switchboard where you're looking, there's multiple monitors in front of you, and you can That's see it. what the camera's looking what at. What the camera's looking at. Yeah. One, Before you switch to it. Why would you switch to it? And two. Why the fuck is there a camera looking at the backstage of the of the crew anyway? If there's a camera there, just shut it off. Put the lens cap on. Put a piece of paper in front of it. Something, right? Nope. No. Oh. 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 Shit. Right? <laughs> it's like it's so unprofessional. It, it's 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 beyond unprofessional. Like it's called shit in the bed. Yeah. You shit the bed. Right. Square Enix showed you a couple things that they're working on, and once again, this is their attitude. Yeah, we made Just Cause. Don't worry about it. It's going to sell. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. We got all the kids wrapped around our finger. 
Kingdom Hearts has got everybody. We got this. Don't worry about it. Send in Steve and his family to take care of E3. We got it. Like, no. The, no. The, Fired. Ju ju Fired. Just Cause? I'm not a big fan of the Just Cause series. To me, I know it sells well. I, I, I looked it up the other day when we were, we were doing the broadcast. I think they sold 2 million copies, which is nothing to, to laugh at. I think it was 2.2 million copies for number three and or two, number two, and then I, I think that the number three sold more than that. I just can't get into just cause because well, just cause I can't. It, it's it's an open world game. It's like Michael Bay's. Someone said this is not my quote. It's like Michael Bay's wet dream. That's what just just cause is. It's just explosions and jets and helicopters and all this stuff. I, I just can't get into it. It it's too wide open on a scale and it's like it becomes boring there's so much stuff to do and you really there's no consequences to it because in most games when you die nothing happens there's no there's no fee to pay there's not like you lose a life back in the old days right you only have three lives to live and then you're dead in these open world games there's there's no there's no bad part and that's why people get bored with it because they're like, okay, I'm going to jump off this plane. I'm going to shoot a rocket. I'm going to hang glide in there. And if I die, no big deal. I can do it again, right? It's almost like God mode. And when you have a, a cheat code or something like that in a, uh, or a game is just, you know, whatever, it gets boring. It gets stale. So wasn't very good with Square Enix. Their show, their games, not big fan of their games personally. But even at that, I'm personally not a big fan of most of their games that they showed this year. As a conference, I give it like a two, right? What, Square Enix? Square Enix, yeah. Shit the, you shit the bed. It's one. It, yeah, it, it, it was a you terrible, shit, you, terrible right. conference. Yeah, a bunch of kindergartners holding up pictures of the games they liked that Square Enix made would have been better. <laughs> right. Right. Like an entire class of kindergartners came out with little paintings that they made. I drew this. All of the games, like right. Kingdom Hearts, right. or a guy jumping out of a plane with a parachute in paint and finger paints. That would have been better. Here, this is this is it. Ready? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right here. This is this is me. I'm on stage here. This is this is my picture of Just Cause, right? So just Just Cause four. And there's a big explosion back behind him. Hold on, guys. I'm showing you. This is this is the trailer. This is the trailer for Just Cause 4. This coming this year. Exclusive from Square Enix. Oh, you can't see. It's blown out. It's a stick figure hang gliding. And it has a big explosion behind it. <laughs> it's, <There's>... it's, <laughs> it's, it's a cow eating grass in a snowstorm. It's, it's, that's what it is. It's, it's, so, it's so epic. It's so epic. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, we're moving on to Ubisoft. Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? What? How do you say it? Ubi. You say Ubi. Ubi. I say Ubisoft. I don't know why, but that's what I do. They came out, beginning of the show, high production. Hey, first, hey, first of all, Ubisoft is a little wackaroo. Oh, yeah. They're in it. They're in it for the show. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They're, the entertainment, the art value of we're having fun. We're at E3. We have our fun games. That's th that's their take on E3. Right. So when the goddamn panda came out, okay, as soon as I saw the panda, I'm like, okay, Ubisoft, I'll just go get a drink, and then you guys can do the Vegas show, and I'll come back when the games are on. Like, I get it, what they're trying to do, okay? But once again, you are wasting time 
doing shit that nobody cares about. Right. Okay. We're here for the games. Now, if they did that whole giant show and then there was a game that had all those characters in the game, there is. Then all, it would all be those, something different. All those characters are in the game. I don't know if that. I don't no, think no, those are in no, the game. yeah, yeah. It's, all those characters. All those characters are in a game. Are in Just Cause? Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Are in Dance? Dance? Uh, what's it called? Let's Dance? Just Dance? Just Dance? Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. All those now characters are in. I thought they were just going crazy. No, no, no. no. That's what I'm saying. I got it. I, that's what I'm saying. They came it. out and their production value was very good because they had the dance number. The dance number was fantastic, right? Their their transitions and stuff in the in the conference and showing us games. They they came out on board. The the developers came on stage and they're like, "This is our game. Check it out." Boom. Pre pre preloaded or not, they showed us gameplay. Just Dance. You know what Just Dance is? It's one of the biggest hot selling uh, titles. I mean, it sells millions and millions of copies. Okay, well, that's that's their. FIFA. Yeah, right. For, yeah, right. For the for right. So, but then they come out with Beyond Good and Evil. Let me bring up this fucking trailer. This fucking thing. I want. I want. I want. I want a petition. I want. Fuck the game. Let's just make a movie. I, right. Right. Just. just fuck, fuck this game. Just show just me. Make a movie. Just show me this, okay? And I'll take a Netflix series of this. I'll take whatever. I'll I'll go to a a picture. I'll go to a fucking movie theater and do this shit. Like, show me this. This, I don't even care what the game is. This looks like a badass fucking TV show or a movie that I want to watch. I mean, just look at it. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. If these guys don't do good with video games, they should make movies with their engine. I mean, I've always said that with Bungie, uh, with, um, not Bungie, Blizzard. Blizzard makes the best trailers, live action trailers They've always done it, even with Warcraft. Not World of Warcraft. I'm talking about Warcraft. Warcraft. Right. Like, so good. So good. These guys, top-notch stuff, man. So this 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 whole this whole trailer, I was just like, what am I watching right now? I was like, oh. this is um this is almost like the new fifth element. Yeah. Like this, yeah, that's the, what this is. I get the feeling of the fifth element. The characters, I want to know more about these characters, man. The writing and the story of this game, I want to know. I want to know about these characters. I want to know about the ship. I want to know about this family. Of these, of these, these pirates or whatever they are, I never played Beyond and Good and Evil One. I know it's nothing like this. Okay, I do know the person at the end of this trailer when they're like Jade. That's the girl that was the main, the main person in the first one. I don't know how it ends. I'm assuming they get separated and then she becomes over here, right? So, but this doesn't make sense because this is supposed to be a prequel, right? This is a prequel to. Beyond Good and Evil 1. So technically, this is 1, and that's 2, and whatever. But this game, man... Okay, you're like, okay, this this trailer looks good, right? It looks phenomenal. But then they show the actual gameplay, right? Of, like, what they show of like, fighting and driving the ship. And I'm like, what is this? That's the only bad part about this game. What is it? Like, we don't know what this game is yet. What I, What I believe this to be, though... And this is this is going to be like the issue for most of these kind of games is it, it might be the most badass game ever made, but it, with that much attention to detail for what it is, it, the game is short. Yes, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's a story driven game. It's really the story awesome to is play short. with. You can do whatever you but, want but, in there. But the game, but the game is short. Now, if I'm wrong, then this wins game of the year. Uh, I think if you're wrong, this wins game of the decade. Right. If, if I'm wrong, it, right. Whenever it comes out, it's game of the year, for sure. Oh. Oh, 
God. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of good games coming out. But this this whole thing, I'm I'm very excited to know more about Beyond Good and Evil. Now, I know people saw a tech demo and stuff uh, behind the scenes. Look at this. Big clamps coming in, destroying the fucking ship. And then she comes flying in. Like, what? No, we didn't talk about Cyberpunk 2077 because... We we didn't really know much about it till after the fact, and I I still haven't done my research on Cyberpunk. I know it's a first person shooter. I know there is hand combat in there. I know you can do custom detail with your characters and stuff, but I don't know much about it. I'm waiting for other people to leak footage to know more about it. Um, but yeah, that that's that's why I'm not bringing it up. I'm stoked for Cyberpunk 2077, but at the same time. I, I don't want to talk about stuff I don't I don't know much about. Um, let me see. Do they show? I want to show you this gameplay. Yeah, yeah, right here. She's she's jumping down. Where is the actual gameplay? Is it this? And look at this. This is actual gameplay they're showing. It looks like the cutscenes. It looks like the the freaking motion picture. And you're flying your ship, and you're out in this open world city. Look how big this city is. Now I saw the tech demo behind this. It's co-op too. Can you imagine? This is co-op. I can't. I can't understand how that would work. I hope there's no circle of where you have to stay close by because <laughs> that would that would wreck the game. So I, when I was watching the tech demo of this of this game, they they literally said that you could go out of orbit, right? So you're in the planet, and then you can leave the atmosphere and go into space, sort of like No Man's Sky. Okay. Well, let's let's be honest. Who did it first? Well, No Man's Sky. Nope. Who who before that? You know who did it before that? I can't think of it. Is it Battlefront Three? Never released. Oh yeah, but yeah. They had, well, I, yeah. But they had they had the demo of it where they showed the guy take off from the ground, the ground launch up. into yeah. space, and went into the atmosphere, and then outer space started fighting. What? Yes. Yeah. Well, this game is in this huge scale, and you can do that. I'm just like, wow. So, I can't. I can't believe. Oh, and this is another cool thing they're they're showing right now. I I, I cut off of it, but they teamed up with Joyce Gordon Levitz. He's got a company called Record. Uh, uh, Hit Record. Record. What is it called? Uh, Hit Record. I think it's called. And they're finding musicians and artists to fill this game up with their work of art, but not just like I did something. It's getting submitted. It's collaborated between everyone. So I might start like a billboard and then someone might add stuff to it and then someone else adds stuff to it and then it becomes a work of art between three, four people and then that gets submitted into the game. I think this could be something big with the future of video game industry. I think I think Beyond Good and Evil, if they don't release it next year, they might wait till new console. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's coming out next year. I don't think I don't it's coming think so either. I, I don't think it's coming out till twenty twenty earliest. Earliest because them talking about getting getting people to make music and artwork and implement it into the game, uh, they're they're pretty they're a good year away, year two years away I would say. So, but, but it, it looks so ridiculous. So good. It looks so ridiculous. So good. Um, what time is it right now? We're we're, we're on good schedule. We're the, yeah, we're on the good power. <laughs> All right. So, Ubisoft juice it up. Juice it up. Ubisoft comes out with pretty good ones. Trials Rising, which is the, a Trials game, which is a motorcycle uh, Look, game. That, listen, I, I remember playing the first one. I get what it is. It's not my cup of tea, but what I saw, fun as hell. Oh, yeah. Looks, it's, it's 
Super fun. Multiplayer craziness yep. doing that kind of thing? Yep, super fun. Um, I've played every single one. I love it. I, I think it's got, It's not a game that you play for like 12 hours straight. It's a game you, you put in, you try to do a couple boards, beat your times, beat your friends' right times. Before you, right before you throw the controller, you stop. Right, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, the next one after that is The Division. i got to find The Division. I put it here, and I can't find The Division. Last of Us, Skull and Bones, Good and Evil, Assassin's Creed, Rage 2, Cyberpunk. Did I not? Oh, there it is. Tom Clancy. Boom. Boom. So, Division 2, this whole opening scene, is this the, is this the right one where they... they uh, this is a different one. This is the gameplay, which is fine. Division 2 looks the same. Everyone's like, well, it's stupid. It's the same graphics. Like, what do you want? Yes. It's the same console. They don't want to break stuff. Yeah. Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it looks good. The the, the, gar- uh, the garden, the, the jungle looks lush. The water looks great. The characters look fantastic. And then they break into the foundation, right? They're on a foot trail here, like a, a, tra- a hiker's trail. They come out, and then there's Washington, D.C., right, which is, like, epic. And then you find out that Washington, D.C. is a one-to-one scale, right? They have a one-to-one scale of Washington, D.C. Uh, it's more of it's more of Division, okay? I like Division. They took Division 1. Uh, pay attention, Bungie. They took Division 1, and then they didn't blow up the foundation. They kept the foundation of the game and then added stuff to it. It's mind-boggling. It's like it's a, it's a it's a it's a magnet. It's, it's absolutely new concept, right? It's a it's a brand new concept. Don't understand how it works, but maybe Bungie does. I don't know. So, not only are they making this game and it's bigger, okay? They've learned their lesson with the end game, right? So, at the end of the story, at the end of you leveling up to max, you get to pick a specialty, and there's three different classes that you can pick. You can master them all, but you can to pick one right at the beginning. And then you master that. Okay, so you don't have to make multiple characters if you don't want to. You can have one character that's specced out for all the stuff. Great choice. Uh, The cover mechanic system looks the same. Um, It looks like the enemies are not as spongy. And the ones that are are spongy, they actually have like this giant body armor on for one of the the big guys. And when you shoot him, it like breaks off, which makes sense, right? Because that's why he's spongy. Right, so you're hitting him, armor breaks off. As you break off the armor, you get closer and closer to killing him. In a game like Division, because it's Tom Clancy, it's set in real time, like in the real world. Spongy doesn't feel right because it's humans, not aliens. Do you know what I mean? So, if this was Tom Clancy's Independence Day, right, and there's <laughs> aliens on the game, you wouldn't mind that the the aliens are bullet sponges because it's aliens. But because it's humans. It, you're like, I don't really like it. It's unrealistic. You know what I mean? Okay, but see, here's here's my thing, and I don't want to. This is I don't, please stop me. I'm not going to go on a super rant here. I'm like, I liked I like what Division did by the reality of it. Okay, what I don't like is the fact that it's hard to put in spongy bullet stuff when you when you base it in reality. Right. So here's my fix. Okay, and I know no one likes this. But this is the grittiness of Division 2, okay? You only can carry so many bullets, okay? Right. You can only carry so many bullets. So as you're fighting other guys, if you happen to run out, well, now you're at melee. Now you're at melee until you find other bullets on the ground from guys dropping guns, and then you restock, okay? Otherwise, you have what you have, 
I'm firing. Now, of course, the hit points come down now, right? Everything comes down. Okay. They wear armor. You got to make your shots count. I got to make sure I get the helmet off of them so we can do headshots, right? Guys go down quicker. It's harder to kill guys. But when I go, uh, when I'm out of bullets, it's melee time. Okay. Now you're fighting <clears throat> hand to hand. Yeah. This okay? is, this is not like that though. No, 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 I get it. I get it. But like every, every battle doesn't last 10, 20 minutes. Right. Right. You fight some guys. If you're, if your shots don't hit right, if you're a spray and pray guy, you burn out, you have to look for bullets or you have to, you have to rush them for melee. The, the problem is they have to have a good balance though, because I know, I, people, love it. I know people don't like to do cover. But that's what this game's about, right? The cover is what should the cover is the game. This is this is a down. more this is a more vicious gears gears game, right? That's exactly it's 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 gears, right? With the cover mechanic system, more like, more vicious gears. System. I just feel like when you're you're playing a game like this, I know you want to go out like Rambo style, but that's not what this is, right? That's you, not what this is. You have to do cover system. You have to work as a team. What I also like is that they're adding eight man raids, eight man raids, which is really cool. You can play. Four-player co-op through the whole story, if you want. You can play one, two, three, or four people. Um, I think they're going to do a better job this year, uh, DDB. I think they're going to do a better job this year um, moving forward with gear, how they balance it. They learned a lot. They learned a lot. Think about it. Think about it. They fixed Division 1 in two years. In 18 months, they 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 released it in 2016, okay, Uh March, we just passed their two-year mark. In December, they released, or November, they released 1.8, which fixed pretty much everything. They learned their lesson, right? It took them two years. Bungie's been four years at it, and they still haven't fixed the game, right? So Division saw, listened, and fixed. They didn't They didn't blow up their foundation and stop 32 months and then split into 16 months and then started over again. You know what I mean? They learned their lesson. So I think they're setting up stuff... Uh, for the future, not only are they setting up from the future, but they're also giving out all content for the first year free. Three expansions coming out with extended parts of the map, more missions, more daily events, more more gear, and it's all free. Right? It comes out March fifteenth, as you just saw on the screen. I think they're doing a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, free. Okay, it's all part of. There's no buy the season pass. Right? There's 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 no need. Okay, it all comes out, so you can get the actual game. You pay for the game once at $60, and then you get the content. Now, is the content cut from the game and then put in? doesn't really matter because you are getting it for free, right? If they charged you for it, and then you can say it was cut from it, and then be like, well, this is bullshit. I'm not buying it because they cut it from the game, and then they put it in later. No. They cut it from the game, even if they did, and they'll give it to you later for free, so you have more shit to do throughout the year, Right? So, that was Division 2. They showed Mario Rabbit's uh, DK. Now, I don't know. Maybe someone in chat can tell me this. Is that a standalone game, or is that an add-on to the already Mario Rabbit's game? I don't know. I was confused when they showed it. After that, we have Skull and Bones. Okay? Now... I'm not going to show the trailer for Skull and Bones. I'm just going to talk about Skull and Bones. Everyone's like, Sea of Thieves, Sea of Thieves killer. It's, it's just Sea of Thieves got better hey, graphics. Sea of Thieves not, killer. Not the same game. I already know what kind of game it is. Yep. Not, the same, not the same kind of game. Like, I, the, 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 the fact that everyone's excited is the guys on the dock trying to customize his boat. Like, you think you're going to walk around. 
That's pretty much it. I think that's it. When you're walking around the pier, that's that's it. You get to walk it's around. Team, it's team based ship battles. Right. You're that's the ship. what it is. Your 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 character is that's the ship. That's what it is. Right. Now, whether or not it's match based or open world based mission is the difference. Right. Right. So, like, maybe that's a game mode, right? Because the way that they showed it they, in the demo, it sounded like a game mode. Showed they showed a mission. Right. Okay. And then they said, well, let's see, there's some guys here that come in and you wave a flag at them and say, hey, you want to help me out? Right. Right. And they say, yes, sounds familiar. Let's see if they actually say, yeah, we're going to help you out. Right. That's not going to happen. Right. All right. You can already tell, but let's just go with it. So there's some kind of communication during the mission. You finish. There's a guy you want to hunt. You can't hunt because he's bigger than you. And now in the game world, you can team up to go against another ship for the gold. Got it. Right. However, other mode, team versus team. Let's do matchmaking. Everybody picks a ship. It's basically, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. It's basically World of Warships with pirate boats five on five. Yeah. That's basically what it is. You spec out your ship, depending on if you want to do, and I'm, I'm not sure about the whole boarding procedure. Don't get excited. You it's think it's, it's a cutscene. It's not going to be Assassin's Creed no, boarding it's, it's, procedure. It's a cutscene. It's a cutscene that says your percentage damage versus their percentage damage based on crew and damage. Right. Damage. Once you pull like, up you next to them, the if you have more more energy than them, you're going to jump aboard and kill them and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So let's not get carried away. Now, visually, oh, it's, amazing. It's gorgeous. Okay. Let's talk about the eye candy. Yeah, it's a pirate game. If they would have just stuck Jack Sparrow in the corner someplace and just paid Disney the fine, everyone would have been great about it. <laughs> right. Okay? Right. But, like, that's what it is. Everybody thinks that this is Sea of Thieves with better graphics. No. It is not. No. I, it is not. I'd rather take— Sea of Thieves all by itself. I'd rather be the it's character— I'd rather be the character where I can move around in any boat I want. Like, for instance, today I met somebody. They came onto my boat. We drove to another island. I was with a different crew. You can't do that. You can't do that in, in, in Skull and Bones. You can't jump on someone else's boat. Like, your boat is your, your – you're your captain. Your captain has a boat. Your captain upgrades your boat and stuff like that. For me, the power, for me it's for honor on, on, on the ocean. That's basically what it is. I'll agree. It's, it's got little pieces of for honor yeah. on it. Ship which which it. is Assassin's Creed, right? It, they took one game and split up into two. They took the, the boat battle from Black Flag – and, and they took the, the combat system from Assassin's Creed and they made it into For Honor and they made it into Skull and Bones, right? Cool. Yeah, that's, it is. That's awesome that you can do that. The rest of the games for Ubisoft, we had Transference, Starlink, For Honor DLC with the new factions. That's cool. It's also free, I think, this week if you download it for the PC. Uh, have, they re have they recovered from their destruction, though? Um, yes, there's, there's a good community in For Honor. Um, but the masses have left because they didn't have the dedicated servers. It's too little, too late. Once they put the dedicated servers in, hopefully they 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 do. It is a good game. It was a fun game. Um, and then the crew too. I played it. I thought it was cool. But again, it's like just cause. It's like after a certain period of time, you kind of get bored because the map's too big and there's really there's stuff to do, but there's really nothing to do, right? Um, and then they kind of screwed up the game because I played it for three hours and I already had a car a car that was fully upgradable, like it was fully maxed. I don't know if they did that because it was the demo or the beta Probably. or the beta or if, if they didn't, they need to fix that ASAP before it comes out. Um, and then the last thing is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I love Greek mythology. 
I, I like it. It, it. And everyone's still riding high off of God of War. Let's not forget that everything everything leaks to everything else. But at the same time, at the same time, I don't feel that it's all great. I don't feel like this is part of the Assassin's Creed lore because the Roman no, Roman soldiers and stuff. They don't sneak around. They're just brutal. They just walk up to you and just but, murder but you. But the combat, but the combat did feel much heavier. Oh yeah, it wasn't, the, the it wasn't stealthy. Feels, it was battling. Yeah, the, the combat is what Romans were. They're just like when when they kick and they punch, they're just power. You know what I mean? Like it's it's awesome. I like the RPG effects they put the uh, aspects they put into this game. Like I want to play the last Assassin's Creed because they put the RPG elements uh, in the origins. Now they have more in this one, and I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty interesting. And I do like that you can play as a guy and a girl, like two different two different types of of, of characters. Uh, it comes out October 5th. I don't know. Do you think it's too early for another Assassin's Creed since they took a break? They came out with Origins, and now it seems like they're pumping them out every year again. Right now, well, they 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 fine tune what they wanted to do. They're off the they're off the whole subconscious into the DNA story plot, and now they're just picking historical areas. Right. First, they did Egypt. Then they did Greece. So now from there, they either have to go to the Orient or they're going back up to Europe. Okay. (laughs) However, I don't believe an Assassin's Creed is needed every year. But based on the numbers of what they sold, they probably want to strike when the iron's hot before before it dies down again. You know what I mean? Right. Like they want to get the games out there because they know they can. Right. They've made 20 Assassin's Creed games in like. 12 years okay with that's mobile games uh mobile yeah, yeah. games you know what i mean I like the, the the handheld games and then the major games i that's that's crazy so ubisoft what do you give them as far as their show overall uh i like their games the presentation is a little nutty but they're good showmanship and they didn't have a lot of technical difficulties as an all professionalism of it i'd probably give them a seven all right i give them i'll agree like a seven, yeah, seven, seven and a half. Not that that number means anything. I can give three bean stalks out of nine cactuses; it wouldn't matter. Um, we're gonna skip. We're gonna skip the PC gaming show because we're running out of time. I do want to talk about one game though. It's a BR game. It's called Mavericks Proving Grounds, right? You can just talk about the BR games in general. Yeah, well, the Proving Grounds one was a thousand people. In a game, which is, which is irrelevant, and I'm like, it doesn't matter how many people it doesn't you put matter in, how many people are. It doesn't matter how many people you put in. Can you imagine the time though that you're going to put in? That you're going to have to wait in a lobby to fill a thousand people. There has to be bots. There has to be bots put into the game because you can't just <laughs> but sit that's, there. That's not, a, that's not a selling point. No, that's what right? I'm saying. The game, the game's going to last 25 minutes to a half an hour anyway. But that's how they sold it, though. They sold it based on the amount of people that were going in there, and they said it was more realistic, like. When you go through the bushes, it'll be matted down and like the grass. So if like, and I'm like, cool. If you if you want more realistic stuff, that's that's cool. But I don't know if that's gonna break that. I don't know if that's gonna separate yourself from the rest of the BR games, right? I don't know. It's not. That's just one of the ones I want to talk about. They didn't really go into effect, uh, uh, go into depth with the Walking Dead video game that we were looking for. Um, yeah, the rest of them are just whatever. And then there's Sony. Sony had the I want to say Sony had the worst show from a viewer's point of view from at home. I'm sure the experience was amazing when you were there, right? For the 2,000 people that were in standing room only inside the tent that they were in. That was, and then had a move. That was decorated as a church. Okay. Now, for I, us— I give, them, I give them props for the art yeah. and for the showmanship. The, the show started— 
the CEO, whatever, the, the director comes out and starts talking. They're in this tent. The people that were tweeting from the tent were like, I don't know what's happening. We're in this tent. Uh, it's got, like, zombie sounds happening, blah, 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 like scary noises. I don't know what's going on. He says, we're hearing this uh, experience, and we're going we're gonna to make the experience more, blah, blah, blah. Everyone at home is like, I don't know what's going on. Like, what is happening? Sony should have not even talked, right? Instead of bringing the guy with the banjo, who did a fantastic job, by the way, beautiful music, not mad at him for playing the banjo on stage. What I thought they could have done was, here's blah, 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 playing such and such. Okay. And he played the banjo while we watched the trailer. Yes. You put no soundtrack to the actual fucking thing that you saw. He sits on stage, and then he just starts jamming. He plays what he sees on the screen. What he plays on the screen. That would have been an experience for the people at the place. We wouldn't have known anything about it because we're just watching the trailer. Right. Okay. And then I pull back and we think it's, and then we find out it's him playing the soundtrack. Then you cut, Damn. right? Then you cut to the game. And then all of a sudden my brain went, oh, I get it now. They're in the church just like they are in the game. Right? Fantastic. Right? Then they show the trailer. Last of Us 2 looked fantastic. It looked brutal as hell. Like visceral, visceral. Like I was just like, wow, is this, I almost thought that the game was scripted in that format that they were showing the battle. I still don't believe. You want to say hi? Yeah, I see it. Say hi to everybody. Hey. Okay. Have a good one. So when, when they, when they showed the game, I thought for sure that I don't care what people tell me. I don't think the gameplay is going to be that smooth. Okay, we still have a release date. We still don't have a release date for Last of Us 2. I don't think that you... Because you saw, yeah, smash the X button or whatever. But the way she was moving in between the things and the way the camera was moving, um, I, I, I can't believe it's that smooth. If it is, fantastic. Fantastic. But I just think it was pre-recorded and stuff like that. I, I, and I believe... But the gameplay... Looked fantastic. The art that Sony did for that was fantastic. Poorly executed. Now, once they came out of the game, oh, and the audio was fucked up. I don't know if anyone noticed that. When you were watching with headphones, everything that was happening on the right side of the screen was happening out of your left, uh, left earlobe, right? Yep. F- F- left side and then right side. Because there was people. I was like, "There's someone behind her," but they're in front of her. I was like, "What's happening?" So, audio fuck up. Oh, and also the audio guy left the mic on inside the crowd. Okay, so you were hearing the speakers show the trailer from inside the place going through, and you were getting double double audio from, from the trailer. Yep, fired. Fired. On top of that, once they got done with the trailer, I was like, I, at the end, I was like, I was like, wow. Like, I emotionally felt like, oh, my God. I was like, what's happening? Uh, looks beautiful. Look forward. Maybe I'll get the game one day. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch someone play it because I don't own a PlayStation. So once they came out, and all of a sudden, like, all right, welcome back to Sony, blah, 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 blah. We'll be back after. And I was like, what's happening right now? They went from this really close-knit, like, we want to make this an experience. And here's the church. And then we went into this game, right? And then when they came out, as a joke, as a joke, I said this while we were watching. I said, well, now they're going to get up and move. No, I knew that. And they're going to go I... to New York for Spider-Man is basically what I said, right? And then two seconds after that, they're like, yeah, we're just taking a break while we move everyone to the next location. And I went, what? Like, why would you do this? 
Why would you do this? First of all, what kind of experience is that for the people? All right, everyone. Everyone, come on in. Sit down. Sit down, everyone. Okay? Experience. Random guy comes on stage with a banjo. Right? All of a sudden, the trailer starts playing. At the end of the trailer, like, everyone, get the hell out. We're going to do a different location. We're over here. Right. Everyone's like, we just got here. Okay? So then the announcers that were sitting on the podium or outside, okay, just started rambling of stuff. And it's like the host didn't know what was happening on any of the games they were showing or anything, right? In the middle of it, Sony's stream goes down, okay? And then they start showing Destiny 2 trailer, okay? It, it pops back on, and all of a sudden you see Cade 6 die, okay? It cuts back to the people at the podium. No one mentions anything, okay? That, to me, is a fail. That's a fail, because it's an epic fail. Because not only is the game exclusive for Sony, because it gets all these different deals and they have this, you know, exclusive stuff. But you would think you would take a moment to go, oh, what, what's playing? Oh, wow, what's happening? Oh, he dies. Like that's a big point. They could have commented on it, said something about it. Okay, nothing. Moving on, and they, and they just they just kept going to the next trailer. It's like, oh, as we come back, hey, yeah, we're just getting still still happening. It took them 20 minutes for the first first game, okay? It took them another 25 minutes to get everyone seated and put back. By the time they showed, was it Death Stranding, I think? No, sorry, it was Ghost of uh, uh, Tushimi, Tushami, what the fuck is that game called? Uh, Sh- Shakiro, Sh- Shadows Die Twice. I, I have it I have it up here. Hold on one second. <clears throat> we'll, we'll play it real fast. It's almost like, an, it's like a, a Japanese uh, James Bond movie. Shakiro. We don't know what this Shadows, is. Shadows die twice. We don't know what this is, but it looks. All I could say was, oh, and here's this: a guy comes on stage and starts playing the the flute, right, or the uh, the recorder, the bamboo recorder, and I'm like, okay, great. This is another great experience for people. We're all kind of lost at home. Look, five minutes goes by. The guy's still playing. Another thing would have been cool if he played during the actual trailer for the song. Just saying, okay. Not that I know anything. But the game starts, and you're like, oh, wow, is this a cutscene? And then, no. He comes in, and it's the actual guy, uh, and this is the game. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm watching. This looks pretty cool. Like, what are we watching here? Is this, uh, is this Witcher 3 in, in, in Japan? Like, what's happening? This is, this is done beautifully for the culture of samurai. Oh, yeah. It's an, it's an ode to samurai in, ancient, in feudal Japan. That's what this is. It, it, it's gorgeous. And it's, and it's the fight scene that he does— with the to work of I, art. I, I, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the plant wrong. It's a sp- that that tree is always in Japan. I forget what it would blossom something. I forget what the name of the tree is. But with the leaves falling over the tree and they're, and they're actually battling with the samurai swords. That's like watching a movie. Yeah, like that yeah. whole scene is from a movie. I can't I can't remember which one it is, but I've seen it. I've seen it. That's how good it was. It's th- this game. I had didn't know anything about it, and as soon as it came on, I was like, I want a playstation now this game gets me more excited than last of us part two this game gets me more excited than some of the games that they showed just because i like this type of style and i've always interested in this culture um this look, ga- look at this it's amazing look at this you're not even getting the best quality of it right now right like but if you watch this it doesn't like, matter it doesn't matter i watched it in the dark no that's what i'm saying and I'm watching the TV. You're immersed in the actual world where he is. It, that's the whole point. That's it, the whole point. The, the whole thing is just 
phenomenal. So I was very impressed by this game. This is my this is probably my best sleeper game of E3 that I didn't know anything about, and then I saw it and I was like, whoa. Okay. So that's Ghost, and how do you pronounce that? Is it Ghost Ghost of Tushima? Tushima. That's what it is. Okay. Looks fantastic. I definitely want no more. And if I don't get this in time, by the time it comes out, whenever it gets it does get released, I'll probably watch Co Carnage play it because he'll one hundred percent this bitch, right? And I'll just he plays like I play, so I, I would love to to watch it. I love this fight scene right here. He doesn't draw his sword. Hold on, he just waits. This guy approaches him, and he's like, Flah! and he just kills him. And you're like, oh shit! Like, but but see, but that's how combat really is. It's like seconds. Right? You don't sit there. You don't sit there and keep swinging at somebody over and over again, and then your health bar gets thrown. Right. Like that's how combat is. Yeah. So that's what makes it so realistic. I that's what I like about it. Yeah. You, even when he hits people, you see when he hits somebody, the sword kind of like sticks inside them, and then he goes and pulls it out. Like he glides it out. It's amazing. Top top notch. Right. He just sliced that guy. Watch this one. He cuts off the dude's arm and then stabs him in the back. Watch. Click. Click. Slices his arm off, drops the stick, and then stabs him in the back. And I'm like, holy Christ, that's beautifully done. So, top notch for that game. Right? Shitty, shitty conference. Great games. Awesome games. Awesome games, right? So, after after they showed that one, um, where is it? Um, they did... Uh, was it con- controller? Is that what it was called? And then Resident Evil Two. They showed Resident Evil Two. I haven't played a Resident Evil game since GameCube. Okay, I used to room with a guy who had a GameCube, and he had Resident Evil, and I was like, "This game is awesome!" Right? I loved it. I think it was Resident Evil Three or Seven. I forget which one was on GameCube, but I was like, "All right, cool." And then they showed Death Stranding. I don't have any. I'm not going to show footage of it. I still don't know what this game's about. It's it's the greatest mind fucking history. Well, it's 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 great. It's artistic. I love it. Right as far as that part, still, it's still the greatest mind fucking. But all history. you saw was Norman running across. I thought I was watching Walk, Lord of the Rings. Walking, walking, walking simulator. 20, walking 000, simulator two thousand. Right, twenty eighteen, and he had box after box after box after box. And why, why is he carrying all that shit when he got two floating things behind him? Why can't they carry that shit? I, I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, is he a FedEx guy in the future? I was like, yeah, I don't FedEx. I was like, first Tom Hanks and Castaway, and now Norman with this. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. And then there's like creatures, and then you hear a thing in the background. He says, "You're gonna get us killed." He's, he's like, "Yeah, but if I, if I, I, I can be saved and whatever." So he puts the baby on, and the thing goes. Like I, I still don't understand nothing in that game. I get. Oh yeah, people. Listen, people are talking about it twenty four seven, but don't know on what Reddit it is and don't know what and it everywhere. Is. No idea what it is. They're trying to put pieces together. Yep. I have no idea what it is. Yep. And that's what that's what they love about it. They love that everyone's gonna be talking about this game. Nobody knows shit. Right. You don't know shit. Nobody knows nothing. All you know, it's 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 coming out of the mind of some crazy dude who probably did more acid than anybody <laughs> in the history of man. Right. Uh, okay. And he makes this game. And everyone's like, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Nobody knows nothing. I guarantee you when you're done with the game. I guarantee you when you're done with the game, you'll be as confused as you are right now. I guarantee it. You'll or, be like, or it'll be like this. What the fuck did I just play? <laughs> it, was over, it was over two hours. What the uh, fuck did I just play? Right. It's like, 
Sweet. I was a FedEx guy. How much you want to? Uh, how much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm putting down some money now, bro. How much you want to bet that the game is basically like a really super far fetched Silent Hill? It could be. It's done that way. It could where be. the world's a little bit bigger. You get to walk around and stuff, but it's done that way where like you're in a scene. I have to identify the scene, figure out the puzzle, and move on to the next scene. See, like that to me. If it ends up being that way after like two and a half hours and the game's over and like I'm gonna fucking kill you, Kojima. Like I would, like everyone would freak out. Like it was so beautiful. Like I, 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 I see new things in the world. Like I have no idea what that game is. He's not even, he's not even explaining to this, you what it is. This... All he's trying to explain to you is what you're seeing. Yes, he's a, he's a guy. He's traveling. Uh, he has to get to his location. Uh, he has to avoid the evil. Like. Yeah, we get that. We get that. What the fuck is going on? This, is what I want to know. What's game, going on? This game is going to have an ending like Inception. People are going to look at this game and go, "Oh, it's so good. The baby yeah. represents my my my, right. my life, and then it's so yeah. destructible, and it's so oh, it's so awesome, right? It's exactly what it's going to be like. All right. So, what did you think about Sony's overall conference? All right. So overall. Oh wait, there's Spider Man. Spider-Man, right. Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. I, I love Spider-Man. I I want to get this game so bad because it's like the Batman fighting mechanics, but with my favorite comic book character. Like, I just think the game is going to be... It's it's going to be a Spider-Man 2. Remember when I played Spider-Man 2 back on the PlayStation? Like, yeah. awesome. We were swinging through the buildings. His, his actual web is attaching to stuff now. Okay? And it's like an open-world Manhattan. So... I'm in. I'm in for Spider-Man. I thought it was great. I don't really need to talk much about it because we've all seen uh, it last year and again this year, and it comes out September 7th, I believe. Yeah. Sony Sony did a great job showing that they're still the king of first-person titles. However, they wasted a lot of time showing games that we already saw footage of and didn't really talk about up-and-coming, what they're working on, Whatever. You know what I mean? It was right. more like, we've already seen this stuff. We want to let you know it's coming out now. Here's more of it. And then the show ended. It's like, well, where's the where's the rest? So basically, what they're only talking about the shit that's either on the way out the door or already done. Right. Right? They but don't it, talk about anything that's no release down, dates. down, down the road. No release dates. Except right. Spider-Man. And no dates. Yeah. And no <laughs> dates. Yeah. So because of that, I, I, give, them a, I give them a, I'll give them an eight. An seven eight? Seven and a half. Holy Seven and a half, shit. Eight. Because it's done well. It was done I... well. They tried something new, right? It was done well. Those that that scene for The Last of Us, that whole thing was amazing. Too many audio issues for me. Too many audio it was issues amazing. For, for the conference and moving the people from one location to the next. Yeah, and then that's bad, that's bad tactics, yes. But for games, we're talking about the no, games. no. I'm talking about the conference. I'm talking about yeah. the conference. Oh, yeah. But they taught. But they they scored on pushing the games. That's the whole point of it. They, you you get deducted points. For audio bullshit, but you got to talk about your games. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm with you, Tally. I'll give them a five just in games alone, and with the conference, I'll minus them two. I give them a three. Okay, like their their conference, the games, the games themselves carry that whole conference. But the conference, the way I watched it at home, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is, what is this, Sony? But I come from a production side. Like, I do what they do for a living, or did for a living. And I, I, I was like, most of those people should be fired. Whoever suggested this and, and and tried to execute what they wanted, complete shit show. Complete shit show. So, okay. Final thoughts. Okay. 
overall, wallets wallets are going to be bleeding. I know that. What? Okay, actually, you know what? Yeah, final thoughts. Best conference of all. I I think Microsoft and Bethesda were like tied. Mm. I, I if I say it, I'm going to sound biased, but I think Bethesda wins it for presentation and dates and it's out and we're done not fluff and kind of sort of and see you soon bethesda's games are are out now or coming out within the year within the next six months everybody else's is no dates and out there so bethesda first then microsoft then sony duplass no i didn't i didn't minus them the two points i deducted them seven points right so they it's a 10 right and you minus the seven for the audio, and then you add the five, which gives them three, right? You know what I'm saying? Which <laughs> so that's that's the that's what I did. I okay. Listen to the listen to the question now, Sarge. What is your best in show for actual game that we're getting that we know a release date for and it's coming out this year? What is the game that you're picking? Not not like. Beyond Good and Evil that we don't know anything about, not Elder Scrolls Six or, or or Cyberpunk. What is the best game that you saw that you're like, that's for me? We're getting that game. I already know your answer, but these people might not know. Go ahead. They, they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. <laughs> Give me a break. They know. What's your game? My game. Uh, what's your game? It's it's hard because there's. There's a lot of factors here, right? And I'll tell you what, what what it is, right? We don't know much about it yet. It might be Anthem. It might be Fallout 76. And it might be... <sighs> Battlefield 5, right? But... I, I want to talk I, I want to talk briefly. After you answer this, I want to talk briefly about something. After I, I look at that, I got to go with Fallout 76 just because... I like the fall. I love Bethesda, right? And I get to play a game with you in the Fallout world. And I've been wanting that for like a decade, right? To 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 co-op in it. So I think Bethesda steals it with Fallout 76 as best in show because I know it's coming out and it's 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 You know fr- what it is. It's you know coming, it's coming out, out soon. And you and they showed you what it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's definitely uh for me. Okay, go ahead. What was your... All right. All right, so so the issue I have is this. Leaving out the battlefield bullshit about the girl thing and whatever else and unrealistic samurai swords and all that kind of crap, okay? <laughs> they, they, they glossed over something very important that they kind of just threw in there. But what is this extra money to pay for for the service for EA? Like it was a Game Pass within EA? Yeah, it was the Origins like to, premiere. Like, like what is that? That's all their games that EA makes that you can play. It's sort of like Game Pass, but just for, well, EA, for EA games. EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So now, <laughs> the Battlefield, the way the game, I, I watch gameplay of it. Okay, I really like the direction they're going with the actual game mechanics. For what's this? And for I, Battlefield and, I, and Battlefield. Okay. Did you watch? Did you watch all the animations? Of the guys getting in and out of the vehicle, yeah. medical guy getting up, yeah. building up the stuff. Yeah. Okay. And the, did you watch the gunplay? Oh, I think it the looks recoil, great. The recoil of the gun. That's what I'm saying. What you, 
The recoil of the gun is what you control. It's not bullet spread just because. Battlefield comes out before, right? Battlefield comes out before Fallout. Uh, I believe it's October. Yeah, October, and then the other one's in November, right? So you have a month, a month and like three days to of, play of, ba- of, of Battlefield. Battlefield. And then you'll never see me. Right, and then we'll never see Sarge again until never, 2022. Never see until like February when right, the next 2022. Um, <clears throat> all right, looking forward to the other games that we saw that don't have release dates. So we're talking about Last for Us. We're talking about um, Skyrim, or, or um, I'm sorry, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, all the games that you saw that we don't know anything about. What are you most hyped for? Okay, so regardless of when it comes out, like regardless when it comes out, just you saw a trailer. Really could be Halo, could be Gear, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil to me, Beyond Good and Evil to me is like the destiny of that of that of that company. Okay, I'm I my pick is Cyberpunk 2077. No, we didn't talk about Nintendo. There's nothing to talk about Nintendo. Another talk about Duplin. <laughs> it's not our age. It's it, not our. It's first of all, it's not our age bracket. Number one and number two, Smash Brothers. Yeah, right, well, listen, Smash Brothers. I told I told, I told thirty today. It's got, okay, it's got during 64 characters. If you if you are if you are a six year old boy or girl, and I, to yeah. about to about twelve or thirteen, that's the most awesome shit you have ever seen ever. Especially if you're a Nintendo person. Right. Let's talk about every character. Like, let's talk 60, about all 64 sixty four characters plus Six, fifty sub characters. Yeah. Like that's the game of the century. That's like everybody you know in a game you can fight everybody. Awesome. That was all they showed basically at at uh at Nintendo, right? There's a tennis game. There's a part Mario Party 05 game or whatever the fuck Party it is. Game. Party game. Um, yeah, so my my overall is Cyberpunk 2077. We know a little bit more about it. We know it's a first-person shooter game. It's it's going to be like... Well, it's almost going to be like Starfleet. or Star, Yeah, Starfleet. Okay? Or Starfleet. Starfield. Starfield. I don't know why I keep saying that. You're Star uh, Trek. You got Star Trek in the head. Yeah. All right, so... <clears throat> Out of those games, right? I have a list of games I'm getting this year, Sarge. Your bank's gonna go broke, okay? Well, okay, okay, how many games that you saw that you're like, all right, I'm getting that one. Like, like for sure gonna buy for it. For sure gonna buy it. Sure gonna buy for it. For sure gonna buy it. Okay, so for sure gonna buy seventy six. Right. Uh, for sure gonna buy that uh, Shakiro the Samurai game. But that's on PlayStation. Oh, is it? You don't have PlayStation. Yeah. That I'm fucked. Yep. Uh, what's the other one? Um, wait, 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 wait. I'm going through the game list now. Ori 2. Okay. You going to play Anthem? Uh, well, Anthem's got to come out. Well, it's still coming out this year in February. February 22nd. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, February 22nd. Maybe it's coming out in February. So, Battlefield 5? You, you believe it's coming out in February. I say maybe. Are, are you, Battlefield are you, Five? You yes. getting Battlefield Five? Okay. Battlefield are, you, five. are you getting uh, Division Two? Uh probably not. Okay. You getting Tomb Raider? Uh that's a maybe. That's not. That's not a day one purchase. Are you getting a? Are you getting Rage Two? Uh, Rage Two is a possibility. I put that between Battlefield and and uh, the uh, Anthem. Are you getting Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I gave up on Assassin's Creed after I played. What was the last one I played? Uh, the one right before Unity. So you're getting for sure like five games, pretty much. So Battlefield, Anthem, Ori Two, Fallout seventy six, and Rage Two, right? That sounds about right. All right. So 
I'll be playing this year, and I'll say I'll be playing because some of them I already own. I'm waiting for expansions to come out. So Battlefield Five is a guarantee. Anthem's most likely a guarantee. Ori 2, Fallout 76, Sea of Thieves DLCs, Tomb Raider is a definite. I love Tomb Raider. The Tomb Raider series for me is one of the best. Um, uh, Division 2, Cyberpunk, whenever it comes out, is a definite buy. Rage 2 is on the cusp for me. I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it right off the bat. I put Rage, I put Rage and Metro in the same boat though. Like I, I I'd be interested in playing Metro as well. Like, but but yeah, once Metro, again, it's yeah. a first person thing, so it's like I'll probably wait and then pick up another one. Like yeah, there has to be some space. I can't go first person, first person. I I'll get I'll get burned out, I'll get tunnel vision. Right. Uh I'm I'm gonna get the Monster Hunter update with the Final Fantasy characters. I'd like to do that. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It intrigued me. I think I want to. I think I might jump back into the Assassin's Creed lore and the stories. And doing that, not only am I going to get Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I think I'm going to pick up the old ones and I might do a whole fucking playthrough, <laughs> like from like one to like all the way to Odyssey, which is a lot of fucking games. Well, just doing main other, story. Just doing main here, story. Here's the other thing that you notice: the general consensus of E3 and a lot of the companies did say this. They said it's about the gamers. We listened to the gamers. We made what the gamers want. We're telling stories. They made a point to say it over and over again. Okay, I'm going to make a point of saying it over and over again. Story matters. They said they're listening to the people, and they're making real worlds that people can immerse themselves into. Yeah. Okay? Take some fucking notes. Bungie, take some notes. <clears throat> story matters. Oh. The story does matter. That's that's what I missed. I'll, I'm going to probably most likely get Forsaken for, for Destiny 2 in, in September. So that's it. Episode 132 is in the can. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you follow Gen underscore X underscore gaming. It's right above there. Hit that uh, above where you can't actually hit it. But go to Twitter. Follow us. Follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey. Follow uh, me at 30 and Still Gaming. Make sure you sub to the YouTube channel for Under 30 and Still Gaming for to watch past broadcasts of this. And also uh, subscribe to iTunes for our, our feed for audio uh, podcasts. If you don't have uh, iTunes, I believe it's on Google Play. I believe it's on uh, Spotify. Maybe it's not on Spotify yet. Uh, and It's on one more platform. I don't even know which one it is anymore. They all get sent out. Um, but episode up to 130 is there you got you got about 50 60 episodes of the audio podcast up there so uh yeah that's it i appreciate you guys hanging out the show is over but it's not over we're gonna play are we playing battlefield tonight or you want to play a different game i i don't know i don't know what you want to play um this is a tough one <laughs> if we can't if we can't get a full squad for battlefield then we might as well play like sea of thieves or something Okay. All right, we'll, we'll decide. We'll, we'll decide when we, we switch over. All right, guys, that's it for the show. I appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out. Don't go anywhere. We're going to end the show, and then we're going to switch over scenes, and I'll see you guys on 30 and Still Gaming's actual regular channel, which is this, but a different background. All right, here we go. Playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience 
Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.